0: Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com. If you missed Friday's program, that's where you can podcast that. It's also where you can stay up to date... With some of the, uh, well, the hottest chicks
1: on the internet that Fantone finds and puts in lingerie and slams them up on the internet for you. You can also find pictures of the Stansberry family from um, the 1980s, that, too. That's right. Don't a little forget about that. Yeah, there's
0: a little Stranger Things 2, uh, Stansbury version. Oh, yeah, there is. Up there at WRQK.com. How are you this morning, buddy? Oh,
1: I can't complain at Did all. You, can't complain at all. All right,
0: let's, uh, let's get this answer out of you. you. You normally don't, even for stuff that you love is stay up late like even for like the WWE you won't like stay up late for stuff. Did you watch the entire Super Bowl?
1: I uh I stayed up through halftime and when the Patriots hit that field goal at the end of the half, the end of the first. Sure. Um I said to my girlfriend That's 28-3 at that point, I believe, right? I think 21-3 at that point cuz okay. they took that interception back in late in okay. the second quarter right. and then the Patriots hit that field goal and I said to my girlfriend I was like, "Well, it's a big, it's a big hole to be in, but they're. It prob- is Tom Brady, and I all was ahead. like, but they're probably gonna come back in the greatest comeback of all time, and I was like. Yeah, but they're not going to. For, so I'm just going to go to bed for
0: two weeks. I said I was going to be terrified. I was going to wake up Monday morning and be like, "Dude, you bet against Brady? What were you thinking?" Right. That for right, two weeks. That's right. what I said,
1: and and that's what I said to myself as I was going to bed. I was like, "Stansberry already told you. He's you know, they, they, dude, it's a stupid pick." And I knew going to bed, I was like, "Dude, this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen." Went to bed, woke up at like one in the morning just to go pee, check the phone. I was like, "Jesus, dude." Yeah. In overtime, yeah. Patriots first time ever coming from behind. And uh dude I honestly I uh, I woke up early this morning. Woke up at like three thirty and like fast forward yeah, through the through, it. Sure. through through the DVR there, which is amazing how fast you can get through a half of football if you're DVR in it. Just, droop, 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 just oh, I would imagine, it. sure, yeah. Got a, dude, it was probably like a half an hour, forty five minutes, and a lot like, of lot of stopping of the action. A lot football. of stopping yeah, yeah, of the there action. Is. There's a lot of stopping uh, of the action. Nonetheless, dude, wow. Is I mean, like honestly, that was what a game. Well, you, I mean, as what a, a game fo- as a football fan. I'm sure as Falcons fans are upset, they're pissed, but even just as a bigger picture, as a football fan. If you can watch that and them. appreciate that last night. I, that's all right. So I bet the game, okay? okay. And
0: uh, on Friday, I had made the prediction that Patriots win Falcons cover. That did not happen. I also had made the prediction, like, I was way wrong on the Super Bowl. I'll admit it. Now, you know, people were loving to point that out last night. And I'll remind you guys that... I got to say something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I can't not give you the, well, the I can't not give you the the, the opinion. I uh, got to give you the opinion. And and I, and I
1: hate when it's like, "Well, you didn't predict something correctly." It's like, "Well, no, of course I didn't. That's why they play the game." If <laughs> I was the one predicting the games, well, you know what I mean? Like, of course things go wrong. You make predictions and they don't happen. Of course.
0: I bet the underhand Atlanta getting three lost both took a beating, took a beating, and here's the thing, I still enjoyed it. Like, I lost money last night and still enjoyed it. Now, won a little money on Luke Bryan on the under for the National Anthem. Right. Uh, uh, you know, two minutes, nine seconds was, was the goal. It was two minutes, four seconds. I'll give you exactly my theory on why I took the under with Luke Bryan in that. and Because I felt like, do country artists aren't going to, they're not going to screw around with the National Anthem. If they screw around with the National Anthem, their audience, it's over. It's over. So I knew he's going to step up. He's going to burn right through it, get right out of it. He's not going to make it about him. He's not going to change the rendition.
1: He's not going to like soul it out. He's not going to do anything. Did a much better job than I thought he was going to do. Um, I Luke- feel like people gave him way too much credit. I think yeah. he's
0: as good. I was like, what? I was like, I'm yeah. a guy, dude. I, I like Luke Bryan. I'll go see him. I'll go see a show. I, I, you know, I kind of like some of his songs. But I felt like, man, he's getting a lot of credit for doing this really well. And I, I was like, it was good. Right.
1: Wasn't right. great. No, there wasn't. It wasn't a Whitney Houston moment. No. It wasn't like, oh my no. God, Luke
0: Bryan, Which, what an artist. And just so you know, that's not a slam to say something wasn't Whitney Houston good. Isn't a dude? She's one of the greats. Like, there's only so many people, even singers, and by by that, I really mean performers, she's entertainers, stuff. that really have a voice like that. There's there's only a handful of like that many powerful voices last night. But I thought Luke did all right, so I won that. Um, there were a couple other props that I did all right on, but overall I um, I'll have to go up and down my uh, you know m- my uh, checklist this morning but overall
1: a little loss of money. Dan's very took a beating line yeah like, a little loss of money but here's the thing up.
0: I still totally
1: enjoyed it How I, did you not how could I mean honestly I got how a could great game
0: not? I got a great game um, and a little bit of what I thought might happen uh, sure enough did happen it's hard to count Don Brady out and I'm one of these people now that I feel like the argument's over I mean I feel like it's over. You come down from a huge deficit in the, in the championship game. In the championship game, you come back. You, you put the—I mean, he was bad in the first half, Tom Brady was. Oh, it was I unbelievable. Mean, I mean, he was bad. I mean, it, like, he just wasn't accurate. And you can't necessarily put it all on Tom. You do have to give Atlanta credit here because they got to him. Dwight Freeney got home a couple of times. They were—I mean—he was hit a couple of times. He was sacked a few times. And all quarterbacks, Brady included, aren't going to
1: be as accurate when that's happening. That's why one of the reasons why I was like, well I'm going to go to bed in the sure. second half is because I was like, "Well, if Tom Brady's rattled, if Tom Brady's Speed shook, to the ball then, and, the game, yeah. then the game's over, and I was like, yeah, all right, well, it's probably done, and uh somehow or another, I don't know what happened in that in that locker room. I don't know what what, what the hoodie said to him, but uh dude, you could just tell as, as I watched it this morning, you could just tell it was a different team in that second half, yeah, and obviously they came the Falcons, out fired up and, and the Falcons obviously fell apart you know in, in that second half those well. times
0: I think are long for some people I think it's long for some people and yeah you go in you're you're riding high got a huge lead and then you get maybe you get a little complaint I don't know but maybe you do
1: um, felt maybe a little bit like the uh the rain delay of that Indians game where it was just like a point in time where you yes. had a long extended break yes. there and you Momentum couldn't changes. and you couldn't get it back after that after that long I pause. Agree.
0: I, I think there is something to that. Remember like when the lights went out on that Super Bowl, the oh, very yeah. same oh, very yeah. same thing kinda happened. Um, a little bit there. We're obviously going to tackle the Super Bowl, the ads, and all this stuff multiple right. times during the program today. Most people listen to the radio about five minutes at a time, so i got to make sure everybody that's listening kind of gets a little bit of, of what they want this morning. So we're going to be hitting you over the head with this. Guys like football? <laughs> Guys in Stark County, Ohio. guy, they like football? Are you sure? I And, and you'll hear us talk about this a lot, too, and I'm sure you're going to read a lot of uh, Facebook posts and Twitter posts about this this morning, too. But I went on an unfollow, unfriend wild spree last night.
1: Stansberry going on.
0: Seriously, I dumped a lot of you overboard. I did. I, and 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 I hope it's not people who are dedicated listeners to the program every morning. But some of the stuff I read last night, I just I couldn't believe it. You're not drinking Coke anymore? That's what's going to happen. You're going to boycott Coca-Cola now. Well, then what are you going to do, Republican? Because Pepsi sponsored the halftime show and the Ultimate Snowflake did that. So if you're not drinking Coke and you're not drinking Pepsi, kind of sounds like you're going to be a thirsty mofo to me.
1: Um, I will say last night, and I I know there was plenty of pushback when it came to different different commercials, and oh my God, is that political? Is this political? they were all
0: a little political. Uh,
1: but at the end of the day, I, I I walked away from that feeling like it was dialed a, down. Right, I took a break from politics last night, even from when Luke Bryan sang the national anthem till the end of that game. Like throughout the Lady Gaga performance, nobody was kneeling during that during the national anthem or anything like that. I almost felt like. Hey, we're 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 right. okay right now. We're right. all just Americans standing around watching football together. Like so, so of course there is going to be people who are going to make those, the, the, who are going to you know bridge those gaps and try right. to find. Oh, I'm pissed about this. I'm pissed about this. But dude, honestly, it felt good last night to step away from all that.
0: I don't understand the hatred for the Coke commercial. I don't get it. Which Coke commercial are we talking about here? I'm sorry. The, well, Anheuser Busch. That's like his story. He comes here. Yeah, he comes here, and okay. like America's not cool to him right away. Right. Like. First of all, what do you? I first of all, I didn't know we were supposed to be afraid of white immigrants. No, I, I no, didn't get. No, I, scary I, too. <laughs> I did. I did not get the memo on, on the white immigrants. I I I've, I got to tell you, i well, I've, I was under a different impression of how yeah. that of yeah. how that was supposed to go. Turns out I was wrong. And. We know that this is part of our history as a country, right? That we're a little hesitant when the new... Dude, ask the Italians about when they got here. Um, It wasn't open arms.
1: Certainly, The Irish. Ask the Irish when they
0: got here. It wasn't open arms when they got here. No race of people from another place has come to America ever, and America's just been like, yo, bro, we love you. That has never happened. So that's part of our history. So I I so what I like about or I'm sorry, why am I making coke about Anheuser Busch? Why am I doing that? I uh, the Anheuser Busch commercial is really where I I, I w I, I wanna stay focused on that because like he That's the story about coming someplace where you don't know the systems, you don't know the traditions, you don't maybe don't know the language, but this is the place where you can flourish. So this thing that makes us inherently ultra-American, now you don't like when they put it on TV for you?
1: Um, I think I think what you've got going on here and it's frustrating. I'm to, sorry, I
0: mixed the Coke and the Anheuser-Busch commercials up there. I'm sorry it, about it, that. It's
1: frustrating to live in the times where, you know, the the, the, the concept of, of fake news quote-unquote and alternative facts and I'm not saying this is on one side or the other, no, or, but, but revisionist history as well, where it's like, those are the parts that I don't want to deal with. Those are the parts that I don't necessarily feel like are that, that, that don't reinforce the candles on 4th of July, man. Right, those aren't the things that reinforce my beliefs in the way that I view the world. So 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 as instead of instead of letting our facts, you know, kind of change our beliefs, our beliefs are now changing our facts. And that's a, a, a pretty bad place for our country to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, so and that
1: doesn't make sense to me. I don't like it. And that is-, is well
0: um how did you feel about the commercials overall? Like
1: did you find that did you think they were good or the bad? I I I think that the commercials were a little bit of a letdown, not even a little bit, were quite a uh, letdown last night. And, and and the reason I say that is I think commercials have just gotten better recently, so they feel less special. Like nothing last night was like, "Oh my god, it's a Super Bowl commercial." It was all just kind of like, "Yeah, here's
0: commercials." I yeah, I, I I think you might have hit it on the head. I think production companies have gotten better for sure. And uh, so I think a good idea have gotten better. Advertising has gotten a more important piece of our fabric. Than it was, than it has been, and so I think yes, I think there are times throughout the year where ads are coming out now. Like now, there's new Christmas ads that are really good. There are new holiday ads that are really good. So I feel like you might be right about that. That like it's no longer you have to wait for the Super Bowl for like a great commercial.
1: Television has done really well in 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 the in and in, in, they've obviously had to deal with a different beast than radio has. But considering how you can fast forward through commercials on on, on pretty much anything now, television has done a really good job. Of making their commercials seem more like the TV show, seem more like in line with you know the production value and even the storytelling and there's characters and commercials now where it used to just be hey buy bleach where right. now it's like there's you know there's like I, like I always look at the Sonic guys like I look forward to those Sonic right.
0: commercials I'm always like oh dude what are those guys I won't up tell to? you to drink a Sprite even if you just had tacos with extra hot sauce right. and you're holding a nice cold Sprite I right. wouldn't tell you to drink it
1: right so those have all those have all stepped the game up so. Nowadays it just feels like honestly, last night there was numerous times where I was just like, oh, it's a commercial. The I went on an unfollow
0: spree. Like like so 84 Lumber ran that ad, right? And it's you can kind of tell this is this is an immigrant ad as well, right? This is about like it seemed to me about a Mexican woman and her daughter, about you know, crossing and coming here. And then sure enough we'll see you later eighty four lumber i 'm never buying anything from you ever again, okay well, how many two by fours did you buy last week? not that many i'm guessing not that many and before like they made you go to their website to see the end of the commercial so you don 't know the end of the commercial you don 't know what the end is, but you know you don't you know that that's anti you but I hate you it. know that's anti you now i 'm gonna really hold off on lady gaga till about seven o'clock right okay. But I am going to give you a little bit of this now for some of you who won't be able to be here at 7 o'clock. A, I told you she wasn't going to do this. I told you she wasn't going to make it about her and get ultra-political. I told you that. Okay? Now, she did kind of start on top of the roof. And believe me, she chose that so she could look into the camera and be able to say, and liberty for all, which was a huge middle finger to Donald Trump on national television. For sure it was. Okay? But prove it. Okay? Prove it, which is
1: why I'm okay with it. But that was part of that, okay? Well, and I think giving the president the finger should be okay in the sense of yes you should and and, 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 and and you as an American have the right to express your distaste for something. She did it in an extremely classy fashion. She did it in an almost patriotic fashion. The fact that she's saying this land is your land, this land is my land. I mean a lot of people just think that's like hey, it's an America USA USA no. song. No, that's like the socialist like national anthem. Right. Like that's like that's like that, that, that Hands across the mirror. That, exactly, that is a pro- test song right it was by no mistake she sang that first right
0: she wanted to be able to look into the camera and do that which i was totally fine with but then she comes down performance excellent all the way through and i sat there and i thought to myself oh my god conservatives have to be killing themselves right now because she's not giving you anything that you wanted and the truth of the matter is i bet you're more mad today i bet you're more mad today that she didn't right isn't that what you want everybody talks about how they don't want it but then when somebody doesn't give it to you and now you're not allowed to get pissy no. on Twitter, now aren't you even more mad? Well,
1: well, if I can't be mad at Yarr. Lady Gaga, I'm going to get pissed off at this lumber company. And wh- and I said this
0: last night. Say whatever you want about her. That is one talented snowflake. Man, is that lady talented. Oh,
2: she, killed it. She killed, she it. killed it. she
0: killed it. She killed it. And I put this together, pieced this together last night. This is who should be doing these. If you look back throughout history, the one namers, the one namers, Madonna. Prince, Michael, right? Gaga. There, I mean, when you can, Mariah, when you can, when you can refer to some, Janet. When you can refer to somebody that maybe even has two names, but you only need to use the one. That's who should be doing Super Bowl halftime shows.
1: because you're big enough. She will be. Uh, she will be in Cleveland in 23rd. August.
0: Actually, and I, I would normally never do this ever. But one of our sister stations, 981 WKDD, I know people are a huge 91. fans. 981 WKDD is actually giving away Lady Gaga tickets this morning. So I wouldn't normally do that. I'm going to try but, to win them. But she she's big enough. She's big enough, and I know people love her. My girlfriend but,
1: last night, oh, we have to go to this show. And I'm like, do I have to go to this show? And she's like, yes, you have to go too. I think maybe I'll go to that show with your girlfriend and let you off the hook. I hey, love hey there we go. Tag I, him
0: in. I, I, I love her. And I felt like she did a fantastic job, and I love the fact that she didn't give any of you people anything to bitch about this morning, even though some of you tried. I'm being told that the commercials weren't any good this year because advertisers are afraid of hurting the butthurt people. I would agree, but this time around, it's the conservatives that are butthurt.
1: Well, eighty four right? lumber lumber—that was kind of a trigger for me. Now, I felt a little offended last night. This is
0: uh, this time around. It's the conservatives being butthurt. Whoops. It's a great game, man. I lost money, still enjoyed it. When you can do that, when you can do that, when you can lose money, still walk away from the TV going, yeah, man, that was a pretty good night of football, not the worst. All right, this weekend was first Friday. Uh, I I obviously went out for that, had a little fun, got a few stories from that, but the Stansberry Show was snubbed once again. Shocker. Snubbed. And we'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. 106.9 back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Still to come, 8 o'clock, we'll talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com. Get his take on the Super Bowl. Look ahead on uh, the rest of the calf season there. We're a week away from pitchers and catchers, too. Oh, my God, that's right. That's oh, real soon. Hard to believe. I like that. I, li- I like that because good weather right around the corner then.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's inevitable
0: at this point. Which this week is supposed to be pretty nice, right? It's. Yeah. A, I mean, I think it's 40 today, I yeah. think is what I was told, Fifty. Something tomorrow, yeah.
1: 58 tomorrow, a little bit of rain with that,
0: and then remember, Wednesday back down to 40. Little they're
1: saying, maybe some snow. Remember when everyone was like, Oh, this winter it's gonna be so bad. The farmer's almanac and all oh, Dick Goddard and the groundhogs, and all oh, it's, oh, it's gonna be so bad.
0: <laughs> the almanac doesn't know anything, no. the groundhog doesn't know anything, no. nobody knows a damn thing. No. 58 tomorrow. Even with a little bit of light rain, I'll probably try and play some golf. Of course, yeah, dude. 58 oh, degrees. Of course you Honestly, should. 43 today. I might even try to go today. So over the weekend, we had First Friday here in Canton, Ohio. We love yeah, that. That's yeah, we, a, we get 12 extra drinking holidays a year yeah. uh, through that. We love that. We uh, we love celebrating that. And so I decided I'd go out on
1: uh, on the Friday night I did. that was a, it was a pretty busy one. I yeah, not, it was busy enough. I did not go out. I was actually, uh, I got called in to do a Canton Charge game on Friday night. I oh, did you? On, I planned on going out, and then the charge was like, yo, bro, we need you. And I said, let me lace up the Kyries real quick. <laughs> More important than going right. out and getting hammered. Yeah, absolutely. Right, but good to know that it was a, uh, it was a fruitful uh, first Friday. I, it was indeed,
0: actually. And okay. before I forget, because this wasn't actually part of what I wanted to get into, but I saw a band on a new Philly there, Friday Night at Buzzman. They're called Brothers, and I tried finding them online, but there's multiple bands named Brothers. If somebody can find me like their actual info, brothers out of New Philly they were damn good and I want to get them played on New Turd Tuesday and I want to make sure that they know that's going to happen so if you know those guys if somebody can help get me in contact with one of those guys thought they were good just didn't get a chance to catch up with them when they were done playing but on my way out I walked up to First Friday I live very close I live right downtown and uh, I don't know the correct Princeton uh, Sorry? I don't, about, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the correct way uh, to pronounce the name of this restaurant. I don't know. Is it Ferminos or Framino's? I don't
1: I, I, no, uh, nobody's ever officially told. I've me. always said it Ferminos in my head, okay but I don't I don't know. We'll stick with that. It's it's that new place next to it's like in between Busman and Georgia. It's where Cheese Louise was, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's where yeah, Cheese yeah, Louise yeah. was. Yeah. And by new, I mean eh, within the last six months I'd probably yeah, say. New Defin- definitely under it's a year. One of the newer places down there. Okay.
0: And so I was walking by there, and I haven't really been there as of yet, but I hear fantastic things about it. Okay. And I'm walking by it, and there's a big glass window, like all the businesses down there, of and course. there's a table right in front of the window. And seated at that table, in front of that window, is half of this office. Half. Bro, like six people we work with, their wives, everybody all posted up, having dinner, Friday night, two minutes away from where I live. Walkable distance from my house. So I walked by the glass window, and sure enough, I was like, you know what? I've had enough. I've been snubbed here. I'm a Dude, enough's enough. And so I pounded on the window. Right. And I just, I put up the two fingers. I was like, two minutes from my house, guys. Nice. And I walked by. And I did. I just walked away. Two minutes from my house, guys. Nice. And I walked away. Like, come on. Come on! No. And so then, sure enough, what happens is, is I go into Buzzbin because I honestly, right after that, I walked by George's and two guys out front. And I heard the one guy go, "I like Joe Biden." I was like, "Nope." I was like, <laughs> "Nope." This not right now. <laughs> Looks like it's Buzzbin first burgers later. Your boy's out. Right time to get out of here. Okay. And so like I walked into Buzzbin and sure enough, like my phone just starts buzzing off in my pocket. <laughs> Hey man, where are you? We'll come meet you. We want to hang out with you. No, you don't. If you wanted to hang out with me, you would have asked
1: me. Yeah, that's a sympathy hangout for sure. Sympathy,
0: dude. I went back and like put my like I like, my face up to the glass to make sure your punk ass wasn't in there. Because at first I was like, this. Th- I'll tell you the first thing I thought. Right. This is why I got to get a girlfriend.
1: Because I'm considered uh, to be okay, a little okay, loose, a okay, okay, little okay.
0: careless with my life, and maybe that's why I don't get invo- invited to the adult type things. And then I was like, "Well, wait a minute, you didn't get invited either."
1: No, I did not. You're married, basically. Um, was it? Was this like a work thing, or was this like? Are the people that were there? I don't know who's uh, there. Are they friends? Is it outside of the life?
0: morning guy from my 1017 was there? Okay. So the guy that does mornings there, Scott, was there. Okay. The program director of that radio station was there. RPD was there. Wives were there, multiple people from the radio station there.
1: Um, is there a separation of church and state here? And by that, do I mean are these three guys friends outside of like work? You know what I mean? Because there is that there, there there's that possibility, and and maybe they're doing this on a regular basis, and, and and not talking business. They're just talking about what it's like having kids and doing stuff like that. And they're like, Ah, Stansberry's not going to want to be a part of this. We're just talking about like we're just talking about like you know mortgages and stuff.
0: You know what? I think that's way too much thought into snubbing me. Yeah. I just feel like I'm on the. I, know, I feel like that would take. Effort to think about me i really feel like and not just me this is you now too where it's like we're put on a pay no what do oh, you
1: get my back on this i'm gonna get your back i agree but the thing i'm gonna say is you I, don't want to be invited I, to this. I, I don't it's not that i don't want to but i i think i give that 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 vibe to people for sure where it's like well no we're not gonna bother we're not gonna bother asking phantom because he doesn't want to come anyway and with you maybe it is because you don't have a girlfriend they'll feel like you're like you're the tag along i mean maybe Maybe you'll feel like, oh, I don't know, you know, I don't have anyone. I'm just sitting here by well, myself.
0: Maybe if you take me to the adult activities, maybe I'll meet
1: somebody. Maybe I'll find a girl. Maybe I'll meet the girl. Yeah,
0: right. I just, dude. Again, I'm not going to turn this into me not winning the employee of the month. But, but there's an, but no, but. but if you, but, but, but uh, watch now as he said, as he does exactly what he told it. That's how good I am at this. I can do that. I, uh, but. It is a little similar, right, in the yeah. sense that there's an overall theme of, oh, and those dudes. Yeah. And I'm not wild about it. That's all. I'm just not crazy about okay. it. Okay. All
1: right. All right. All right. You know what I mean? I'm
0: not going to scream. I'm not going to bitch. It just, dude, honestly, well, I'm hurt. Honestly, I'm a little hurt by it. A
1: little small spoon in right now. Because I going to be okay. honest with
0: you, dude, like, I've always been this guy, but in years past, management would be like, hey, well, yeah, dude, but... They're pretty good, so let's not make them mad. Let, let, invite them to stuff. I knew I was being invited out of like have to versus want to. Right. I knew the, back in the day my boss was inviting me over to his house for cards and dinner and all that stuff with his wife, all that stuff, because he, he felt like he should versus what he wanted to do. I knew that, but when people are getting together from the radio station and you're not invited in this line of work, it makes you feel like, whoa, what's happening to me next?
1: And once again, there's like 17 people who work here, so it's not like... It's noticeable, guys. It's
0: noticeable. And I will say, all of you, they all had to drive 20 minutes to get to that restaurant. Right, You chose a restaurant that you know I do. I could throw a football to Framino's from my front door. Well, somebody else could throw a football from my front door. <laughs> I could hit a sand wedge there. I could hit a sand wedge there. If you're in the courtroom already, it's probably time to stop committing crimes. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Get a look at all things sports, including a wrap-up of uh, the Super Bowl, 8 o'clock, with Scott from winningfornextyear.com. And Phantom pointing out pitchers and catchers. What, about a
1: week? Yeah, dude. A week. It's, it's coming up soon. Uh, I know the the equipment trucks are already out there. I know a lot of the dudes have already gone out there to start like practicing and whatnot. But the official pitchers and catchers, I think a week from today. And honestly, oh, I can't wait to talk to Scott. Weather. I can't wait to talk to Scott just because after last night's Super Bowl, I, I think it's it's hard to argue that we are we just wrapped up one of the greatest sports years in history. I mean, you look at you look at the comeback in the Super Bowl. You look Cubs, at, you look at the comeback of if, the Cubs. We hate the Cubs right. because it happened to us, but for the country, that's a big sports the cu- thing. The Cubbies winning and the, the 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 coming from so far behind. The Cavaliers getting over mm-hmm. and coming from the greatest deficit in NBA Finals history. I, I you you throw in some you throw in um uh, some performances in in other sports and, and Ronda getting beat right uh, the, the 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 Olympics and that doesn't a, compare with some of these others, but it's still like a it's still a thing that happened. A lot of stories in sports this year, and uh, I uh, I can't wait for him to kind of do like, well, here's a uh, here's some history on that, Fantoni. here's why you're an idiot and you're wrong. But kind of the rise of Connor there, yeah, yeah. There's there was yeah, there was some good sports stuff this year. Yeah, to me it feels like, especially in the big three sports, this has to be one of the greatest years of all time.
0: Hmm. You'd be enslaved to the moment there. I wonder. I don't know, but wow. I mean, you have... A huge moment like that with the Cubbies winning uh-huh. and, and that helps push you in, a, in in that direction in a big manner. Cleveland
1: yeah. winning is significant. I mean, dude, this was that was the longest drought of any city for any for, for, for that to end, for the Cubs to end and for Brady to come back and yeah. cement his his legacy. If you keep it in the big three sports, I don't know how it's not. It's
0: uh it's definitely in the conversation. I'll say that. I don't know. I you know, we'd have to go back and look at some of the other big moments like what happened in eighty five when the Bears won. I don't know what you know. What I mean, they're, but again, if you had to go back that far, right. what you're saying's not crazy, right? What right. you're saying's not outlandish.
1: If, if I'm saying the best of the last 30 years, that's certainly that's, on that a, that a very okay. short list, yeah.
0: Yeah, that would be totally okay. So, um, We know, we told you this last week, that that Monday after the Super Bowl is normally when most guys in the country will start their diets. Right. Okay? That's when most guys are like, dude, it's time to shut it down. A lot of people on New Year's, but guys understand playoffs happen after New Year's, then the Super Bowl, they get through the nacho night, and then it's like time to shut it down.
1: I think we all kind of build in a buffer zone on New Year's resolutions, and maybe that's counterproductive, but like, well, yeah, but if I just have a little bit right now, and then by, you know, at the middle of February, beginning of February, you're like, oh, well, yeah, dude, I'm going to eat more nachos. And so, like most people start today.
0: And I kind of started to think about this a little bit, but I ordered pizza last night, which I wasn't supposed to do, but I did. And so I have some leftover pizza. So I can't, here's the thing about me (laughs) I can't throw pizza away, I can't do that. And while you laugh and go, <laughs> fat ass, it's not about me. There are kids starving all over the and world. That's what it's all and about. And dude, that yeah. woman had to be on TV telling me that forever. Uh-huh. And I do take what you want, eat what you take. Is what my grandparents said. Well, I well I I, I took it all from, from Hungry Howies. I did. I gotta eat it. So
1: Stansberry, so concerned about 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 hunger in America, hunger in the world, that he is willing to eat an dude, entire Hungry Howie's pizza.
0: Food waste is a huge problem in America. <laughs> they're, they're making. Did you see that strawberries commercial? There's
1: hungry kids in Africa, therefore I'm going to eat an entire pizza. It's things very large. There's
0: hungry kids, I'm, short. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm going to sit there and I'm going to eat on my pizza and eat it while I'm laughing at it. No, I'm kidding. Alright? But so like the diet is kind of something I started to think about. I don't know why. I'll be on it about two months and then right. I'll totally crash and burn like right. I always do. Right. But I did get in a Canton legend meal over the weekend. Okay. This is one of those places people kept telling me since moving here, dude, you gotta have that. You gotta have that. You gotta have that. Gotta have that. So I went to Bender's. It was my buddy's birthday Saturday night. Swanky, yeah. Um, I got invited to dinner. Okay, and so uh, okay. my buddy Ache, who is uh, you know a golf pro who I hang out with oh, a lot.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say who did you take to benders? Yeah. Like who 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 made that list? But okay, you went to a birthday dinner.
0: Yeah, he, it was his birthday, and uh, so his sister and her boyfriend. Uh, you know, come out to dinner a few other people, and they were like, "Hey, would you like to go with us?" And I said, "Yeah, absolutely, I'd love to go. I've never been there." And so I apparently they're really well known for their seafood. Um, Bender's is it's kind of like what you get there and I was looking at the menu and I I wasn't really in the mood for seafood I wanted steak right so I was like oh that steak looks damn good so we got a few appetizers and let me tell you dude Bender's was fantastic I mean it was really good I was the only person at the table that didn't get seafood I got the Hoover strip steak and phantom I'm telling you right now I mean delicious I That was the best thing I've eaten here. Really? That was the best thing I've eaten. Wow. Now, you understand, dude, a really good steak is really good steak. I mean, that's kind of always going to be a leg up on a lot of things you're going to eat. But yeah, that meal was fantastic. Now, I didn't even see the check when it came, so I don't, I don't know how to like, you know, you know, weigh that into it. Um I, I tried, I reached for it and was told no, you uh you will not be uh you know picking this check up. No, I didn't fight real hard. No, right, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, right. I didn't fight real hard, but I did make the attempt there. So again, uh, you know, Stephanie, thank you very much for dinner. I appreciate it. I um but
1: yeah, that that meal was delicious. It was really good. Well, there you go. Stansbury with yeah. a uh with, I'll go back there for sure. With a new endorsement possibly on the horizon. I, there, dude. Uh, hey, it's Stansbury here for Benders. I loved it. They I, uh, they uh were, they I were really I, good. I've I've eaten their food at like like different events and different things me too had never been there Yeah, but i've never like actually went down and swanked it out so uh you know maybe uh you know maybe 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 sooner or later i'll, I'll have I'll, I'll have enough uh, pennies saved up to go to take the wife to benders there it was yeah uh yeah. you know
0: uh, we'll start now yeah. we'll go next year it'll be good it'll, yeah. it'll all be good yeah. i uh it, it's just one of those things man where the my favorite thing i eat here moves constantly like Canton's a much better food city than, oh. than than I think. Even people who live in Ohio, who live close to here, would give it
1: credit for. Like you don't think about it, but it's, this is a really good food city, no doubt about it. That's one of the really things good. I will always brag about Canton for. Uh, number one, we have every corporate restaurant in the world. Hey, You go up right. to Mountain Village, and you've got all your bases covered. But then when it comes to like actual local dining establishments, and I'm talking whether you want something uh, under ten bucks a meal or whether you want something over forty bucks a meal, you will do it. You've got you've got a you're really a good spot to go in the Hall of Fame city. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, the food here is really, really good. Yeah. I,
0: have a, I have a little bit of a Florida file store here I c- kind of want to give you, all right? Because okay. uh, there's a woman down here in Florida, not real smart, Jacksonville. All right. And uh, I think Fantone and I would both agree that once you're in a courtroom, how about just being on your best behavior?
1: Yeah, I don't understand that you'll see right. that um, uh, people who go to court and get in fights or people that go to court and, and, and they have drugs on them, they take weed with them. And I'm like, what are you guys, you know you're going through a metal detector. You know there's going to be officers of the law everywhere you look mind your p's and q's and uh
0: yeah
1: absolutely right
0: so a florida woman was uh in the courtroom ready to face the judge over some drug charges all right she had been arrested on some drug charges does not say which here uh but i i feel safe reading the rest of the story saying probably marijuana Okay. okay all right florida woman back at it again so she's in the courthouse waiting to face the judge gets bored while waiting decides that in an empty hallway in the Duvall County Courthouse that the best thing to do is to take a video posted on Twitter of her performing oral sex in the courthouse. Welcome to Florida. The woman, identified as 26-year-old Brittany Jones, Also wrote that, that damn tongue got me in trouble again. Officials said the man in the 34-second video, which was caught on courthouse surveillance may have been a security guard there. Wow. Jones isn't facing charges in the sex, uh, sex act indictment, which I cannot believe. Public sex is against the law. Oh, sure. Even in Florida, I would guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Video yeah. has since been taken off the internet. Jones was in court for an arraignment summing from her January 19th arrest, a possession of uh, paraphernalia, a little marijuana there. She pleaded no contest, was sentenced to time served, which amounted to two days in jail. But uh, they're thinking it may have been the security guard and uh, yeah, she uh, well, she was performing oral sex on this man. Now,
1: oh, she was performing on him. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. She was
0: performing oral sex on, on, on this man who okay. they believe may have been the um, the security guard for the courthouse. Now, Brittany Jones is a name I recognize from some of my perusing of what Fantone calls bad bitch porn. Like, there's like <laughs> that's what Fantone calls. He's like, he's like, you have a thing for bad bitch porn, like nobody I've ever seen, and I do. I love it, and you'll, if you 'll if 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 you 're up on your bad bitch porn, there are some of these like inst- they 're not really porn stars, but they 're like Instagram porn stars where they're like they 're essentially prostitutes. Who will like film like porn and then put it up? But then they're they're trying to get you to like you know hire them to come to town and pay them to have sex with you. Okay. And I thought about it. April Pratt almost got my money. (laughs) If she did, that girl almost got my money. And Brittany Jones is one of those names. So I think that this was one of these people who's trying to build her self-made porn URL business on right. herself and like you saw this with that girl in Portland right where she like had sex in the library of her school at Oregon State and then like so I, I think this is like pushing of the envelope people want sure. danger in their porn and she was trying to do something like that and then got busted. I That's what I believe has happened
1: here. This just feels so inevitably you're going to get caught there's no way you're getting away you- with this dude, like
0: courthouses are obviously filmed
1: at least with like in the library that chick eh, yes you're gonna get caught but there's something i don't know where are supposed to be quiet you may be able to you know, so, yeah something plausible about that where when it comes to like you're performing on the bailiff I, how did you think you were gonna get away with that And dude sucks to be that guy i mean honestly he went to work that morning did had no idea that this bad bitch was gonna come up to him like yo i want to you in the in, in the hallway down there probably had that moment of weakness where he was just like Okay, I want to orgasm, and now look at him. No job, no, no, you know what I Nothing. mean? Nothing. Like, poor dude. Nothing. Those bad bitches,
0: do they'll I'll get, get you, you every time. I'll Trust me, you. that's uh, that's the cautionary tale that is the Stansberry life there. All right, you got to let her off the mat. She did a fantastic job, and for two weeks you told me how she was going to be an annoying mess, and she wasn't, so I'm going to victory lap it next on Rock 106.
1: There we go. Are you as I don't know. I'm sorry. I got Do, something going on on the board over it, here. It's
0: okay. It's There's nothing, nothing to be. Nothing to apologize for. But yeah, you got like four things going on. And yeah. Is, uh, is everything okay? Yeah, I think
1: I've got it all figured okay, out. Okay, you now. look very stressed out. Oh, well, did you hear what that last audio sounded like? I don't know. Something sounded wrong in my headphones uh, yeah, right there. I
0: put my headphones on during the last part. Of, now, I'll tell you, Santeria
1: by Sublime always sounds bad to me. Well, All right. That sounded okay. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to play things. Yeah, I got it. Okay. All okay. Right. Well, good. back in. All right. Maybe what in. we
0: just do is take Santeria out of the <laughs> out of the rotation. I'm kidding. I know a lot of you really like Sublime. They're just not my thing. So welcome back to the program. We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com, 8 o'clock. Interested to get his take about uh, everything else sports-related over the weekend. Kind of Super Bowl kind of swallows everything whole like right. that. Kind of will do that. Um in my sports, he had the waste management open in Houston, or I'm sorry, in Phoenix, outside of uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, 205,000 people were there on Saturday for a golf tournament. Like that's amazing. They broke the single day record. That's pretty amazing out there. It's, uh, it's like the one well, it's like the one week out of the year, though, where we like have European style golf. Like they build huge grand sands, you're allowed to scream and yell at the players. Like if you screw up, they boo you. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like they bring that American fat drunkenness to golf once a year.
1: Why don't we do that every day, dude? Sansbury out there trying to make that happen. Fat drunken American golf. <laughs> I am desperately trying to make that is. happen, man.
0: Uh, but... As a, as a guy who watches the sport week in and week out, I'm not crazy about it when you see because it, it's it's noticeable next week course. that it's not there. Of course. And there are certain guys that hate it, but it does bring excitement to the game a little bit. It's like the Ryder Cup. It's kind of like, because that's kind of like a very similar thing. Crowds are rowdy and uh, it, it does, it brings excitement to the game a little
1: It does. I can't believe they set an attendance record. 205,000. Just, just based on the fact of golf isn't necessarily in vogue right now. Nobody really cares
0: about golf. Well, here Here's the thing. Tiger was scheduled to play this weekend, but not at that tournament. He was scheduled to play in Dubai, and he pulled out over back spasms, which is a lie. He's just a mental case and can't do it. And uh, so he pulled out of Dubai.
1: He wasn't even scheduled to be there. They still were breaking records. Pulling out of the Tiger might be able to get it back together after, uh, after the past couple of weeks.
0: I have said that I think he could win tournaments. I'm not sure he could win another major because the competition gets so tight on Saturday and Sunday in a major, and I just don't think he's got the game right now. Um, but it's looking like he can't do it.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, it
0: really is. I mean, at some point, dude, you're screwing with the... I mean, at this point, Tiger, you're Jordan wearing 45, bro. Like... <laughs>
1: You know right. I mean? At this point, why not just say, hey, I, I had a hell of a run. Dude, just, just call it a Wrap day. It I mean, but it it, uh, it seems pretty obvious that Tiger has kind of lost a step or two there. So
0: the Super Bowl was last night. Yeah, this is uh, that you guys care way more about that than you do about Tiger Woods, even at the height of Tiger Woods. Pretty good. And so a uh, good game. If you don't see, uh, seems to say for maybe one of the best uh, Super Bowls in recent history.
1: I I, I I think it's fair to say one of the best Super Bowls of all time. I mean, obviously, I, didn't, I have not seen them all, but I don't know what you could. ...could have added to that Super Bowl that would have made it better. There was so much circumstance that went into that. Obviously, the storyline of uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick cementing their legacies. Uh, Tom Brady's issues with Roger Goodell and the suspension at the beginning of the season. Um, the, the the amount of, of, of uh, obstacle in the way of that Patriots team that they were able to overcome... I don't know how you say that wasn't one of the greatest of all time. It also took
0: 50 Super Bowls to get to one that needed overtime. Exactly. So, so,
1: Shocking. So, I mean, dude, 50 games it took. With that being said, um, do you feel like there's an issue with overtime rules in the NFL? Do you feel like, I i don't want to say the the, the Falcons kind of got hosed a little bit last night, but I do.
0: I, I like college's overtime rules. I, I like that. I like... I don't like the argument that the Falcons got hosed because I'm going to say what, what what sports purists have been saying forever, dude. Win in sixty minutes or, well, you know, what I mean, and like, you know
1: the rules going into it. So getting hosed isn't the right. It's, they it, don't it's spring not spring it on you, right? It's not like it's not like oh boy, the Falcons. I feel terrible for them, but that doesn't change the fact that I feel like that overtime rule needs to be reevaluated. I
0: feel bad for Matt Ryan this morning. Um, because I feel like that kid's really good, and now that Man. he lost the Super Bowl, it's he's no longer going to b- then be pushed into this conversation of great quarterbacks. And I think he's probably pretty good to be in that like second tier, like not Brady, Breeze, great, but like just below it, like damn good, like a damn good quarterback. And uh, and I think Matt Ryan probably has
1: that. I don't know. I feel like he's if, if this season has put himself into that you think top. So? Yeah, I, I mean, hope so more than Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? If we're if we're saying if we're not saying, well, I mean, Brees is. I mean, dude, Brees has got legendary if, numbers, if Super Bowl winner. If we're not looking at their overall, if we're looking at right now. Which quarterback do I want on my team? Oh, I want Matt Ryan forward? or Drew Brees? Yeah. Of course, yeah. Dude. So like, just on years alone, yeah. You can't, I, 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 I can't, I can't put Drew Brees in that conversation and not Matt Ryan just based on their history. I feel like if anything, Matt Ryan's certainly one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Right? Right now,
0: yeah, I, I think it'd be hard to argue that. So for a lot of you, the Super Bowl is as much as it is a football game; it's just an entertainment night, and they know that, and that's why they give you Luke Bryan singing the national anthem, right? And uh, and they give you Lady Gaga at the halftime show, and it. Would, I I hope I have their their names right. The Schuler sisters, who. Um, what they sing, "America the Beautiful." Oh, yeah, I, I think yeah, beforehand, yeah, yeah. and everybody lost their minds because they changed it from brotherhood to brotherhood and sisterhood. Um, I, I, dude, messing with the lyrics of a classic like that is does seem strange to me. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna choose to be mad about that the way other people were. It doesn't really. Bother me, but I'm not sure brotherhood solely means man and man together. I'm—I've always taken brotherhood to mean
1: all of us together. Well, better not mean man and man <laughs> together. We already know two men can't lie and <laughs> say bed stands Better not actually be two men. Put a pin in that.
0: Okay, we're gonna visit New Jersey here in a little bit, where that became an issue. Put a pin in something. That Jeez. became an issue. But it's an entertainment night. The Super Bowl yeah. is, and we kind of know.
1: Yeah, that. I mean, dude, it's so over the top. There's so much production value that goes into it. To deny that, to be like, no, it's just the game. Come on, it's now. gonna be crazy. Come on now. It, it,
0: this is a spectacle. The way the NFL wants it to be. Yeah. all other sports wished that their like I do. The NBA kind of wished that wishes that their that their finals was as big as this event is. Of course, everybody wants it to be that, right? And so, like, I had predicted I felt like Luke Bryan would do a good job with the National Anthem. Sure enough, he stepped right up, did it, and, uh, you know, did his thing in two minutes, four seconds, got the under, which I did bet the under. And I said this morning, I'll say it again, I felt like that was a safe bet. Because the country fan base doesn't want you messing with the national
1: anthem. Now, did you don't mess with it? Did you hear the story about Luke Bryan's previous national anthem fiasco? I don't know anything about this. Forgot album. the lyrics to it and had them all written down on his hand and was like referencing it. It was 2011. Yeah, I saw really? this video and he was like, "Dude, he was like reading them off of his hand." Oh, and I didn't I mean, know that. This is obviously five years ago, six years ago. So I don't know if it kind of got pushed to the side. That's. That's pre my Luke Bryan fandom. Right. That's so pre my Luke
0: Bryan. That's I, pre a lot of people's Luke Bryan I, fandom.
1: I uh I don't know if uh I don't know if that matters per se, but it was definitely when I watched it yesterday, I was like, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that a nerves thing maybe where you're just like Ah, 2011 Luke Bryan was big enough to uh, you know what I mean, like yeah, there's nerves and I'll give it to you when you're a 14-year-old girl singing the national anthem at the charge game, then I'm like, "Okay, well right. yeah, nerves." Let's give her a cue But dude, card, yeah, right. but 2011, come on now. All
0: right. Okay. Okay. I, I am. I'm trying to excuse Luke away. I am I'm trying to get trying to get the back of my buddy there.
1: Back it on up. But it
0: what was, was a few months saying. ago that Lady Gaga was announced to take over the halftime show, right? Yeah. Th- yeah. This was going to be her thing. Yeah. And It should not be surprised, or surprising, rather, that that's going to be the case. There's only a handful of people that can handle this moment. Right. There's only a handful. And Lady Gaga, even though there's two names there, you can argue that she's a one-namer. Much like Janet, even though her name's Janet Jackson. When I say Janet, you know what I mean. If I came on the air right now and said they've already announced next year... That the Super Bowl halftime show would be Mariah, you're not gonna say to yourself in the back of your head, I wonder who he's talking about. You're gonna go, Oh, Mariah Carey is gonna play the halftime show. Because she's a she's a one namer. And Gaga is a one namer. She's a one namer. You know exactly who that is. And she's built this huge career for herself on the fact that she's talented. And for months now since the announcement and then these last two weeks waiting for this game, all I heard about is how she was just gonna be this political mess. And how she was just gonna it was gonna be an abomination and she was just gonna, you know, wear a vagina hat and then make everything about her and everything. And I kept
1: saying to you, no she isn't. She can divide the country is what I heard. She's gonna add to the to the to the the, yeah, to the to the to the the incoming civil war some people worry about. Which is crazy. Lady Gaga starting starting the second civil war in America. And I kept trying
0: to tell people on Twitter, guys, you don't know what you're talking
1: about. You don't know what you're talking about
0: there. Does she want to be able to use her celebrity to push her social agenda the way everybody does? Yes. Okay. But Lady Gaga, you don't get to that status without knowing what the moment is and how to capitalize on the moment. And if you nail the halftime show, you kind of go down in the history books solidified. Now I know what you, a lot of you are saying. Well look at Beyonce, she made a huge political statement. She's a one-namer. She's also married to a billionaire. Lady Gaga's not a billionaire. Things change at that point. Billions change. You can now withstand and you can make the argument that given what was happening in the country last year versus what was happening this year, that that may be a closer issue for Beyonce than some of these issues are for Lady Gaga. We're splitting hairs. right? We're splitting hairs. I don't know. But I think Beyonce's situation is different. And I think Lady Gaga has shown historically
1: through her career, more restraint than Beyonce has. I think the Beyonce thing just got over-exaggerated and that's a part of the problem, is that like, well, dude, no, this is what... I people d- read a lot into the outfits. Right. I
0: feel like you read a lot... Katy right. Perry, another one where it's like,
1: Katie, if I say that,
0: you know. Like, yeah, I think you may be right. I think Beyonce knew what she was doing, but I do think that people looked at those outfits and just saw what they wanted to see.
1: Right, right, you know I mean? and, and it told the story that they wanted to hear. It reinforced their beliefs. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up, and I know a of you don't really like
0: Lady Gaga or don't care, but my thing is, is that for weeks on end, you guys were bitching about things that did not happen. So what I'm going to say to you is, next time we have one of these, can we breathe? Can we let things work themselves out? Like, we want anger before we know whether or not we should have it. We just want it. And what nobody talks about right now, given this division and vitriol thing that kind of happens with the internet now and all this... Is that you know why we do this? I even did a little social experiment over the weekend. You know, people like to say, "I hate all the political bitching online."
1: No, you so, don't. You love
2: it. So I made it. <laughs> I made
0: it. I made a statement, and sure enough, my five thousand Facebook friends went crazy at one another. So how much do you hate it? You love it. You love it. You I love did, it. I did. I posted things that I was like, I don't know how I really feel, but let's watch people scream at one another because I wanted to be able to say, I have. Screenshots of your account saying you don't like this stuff, and then there you are—you're all doing it. But you were all at each other's throats over Lady Gaga for weeks on end, and she didn't do anything.
1: Um, I think the—I uh, think the start of her performance. Um, How good is this song, by the way? Born
0: this way. Even though, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, do Madonna's lawyer gets an erection every time he yeah. hears it? I mean, dude, this is a Madonna ripoff, but it's still damn good. Uh, uh, well, at that point, we can She's go through a Madonna a rip-off. ripoff. We right.
1: can go through everything Lady Gaga does and call her a Madonna right. ripoff. Um, but... I, I think she started her performance um, the way she did for a reason. I think she started it in a in a patriotic sense, um, kind of to kind of to rub rub that in the face of the people who said, oh, she's going to go up there and be so divisive. She's going to go up there and she's going right. to be such a you know yeah. such a liberal BS. And I think she went up there That's and exactly did that right. and did that in particular you know song and 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 I know there was the three hundred drones that made the American flag Which was over awesome, it last by the night. Way. way to go, Intel! That was killer. And right and all these different things and honestly I feel like liberals could take a page out of that book and maybe play nationalism a little bit harder maybe try to be a little bit more patriotic a little bit more USA USA USA
0: everybody's got strong clubs in their bag borrowing one from somebody else not the worst idea
1: Uh, so I, I, I think she was smart to do that I think she was um Uh, smart to, like I said earlier in the program, I mean, she's saying this land is your land, this land is my land for a reason. This wasn't like a just, hey, I'll pick a random patriotic song. she wanted to be able to look right in the camera. She knew what she was doing. And as far as Born This Way goes, she could have sang, I think it's the first verse, What she decided to sing the second verse when she says, like, I can't remember what the quote is or what the lyrics are, but like gay, trans, yeah. queer or by whether you're whatever racist it is. She picked that verse in particular sure. to perform on stage.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm one of those people. I don't find that to be like, oh, my God, that's the, that. well, you shouldn't do that. I, I don't care about that. It wasn't even she wasn't even midway done through her performance. And I tweeted, I said, look at her not doing any of the things you were all worried about midway through. And then people start hitting me up. She's only halfway through There's still plenty of time for her I said, guys she's not going to do this She wants to go down as one of the greatest You know how you do that? By entertaining us That's how you do it She killed it She She effing killed it it. And there's only so many people That can handle that moment There's only a handful Now at some point At some point dude you gotta get Jason Aldean Out there doing this Like one of those guys gotta do this
1: the thing I heard and they, this is always what you hear during the uh during the national art. They want they want Metallica. And that's always what you hear. Oh dude, I'll watch it when Metallica's on. I'll watch it when Metallica's on. How is I, they haven't had Metallica out there yet? Really? I'm surprised. I really am. If there's one rock group you could do it with, James it's says he won't do it. He says it's not about
0: the performance, and you know they, you lip sync it, and he doesn't care, and they don't want to do it, and I feel like that's him
1: saying that because they haven't been asked. I, maybe, maybe I,
0: I don't know. I don't. I, I guess maybe he does really feel that way. I don't but
1: know. I mean, Lady Gaga was obviously mic'd up last night. Of course, there was a backing track, but she was singing. There, there's there's oh, yeah. no denying she was singing. Yeah. Like that's the uh, that's the number one thing I saw aside from oh this liberal bitch is is why is it Metallica up there? I'll pay attention when it's Metallica. So I was like waiting. I, I couldn't wait. I was like, let me,
0: I, I can't wait to watch conservatives freak out about Lady Gaga, right? right? It was like half the reason I stayed up. I was like, I can't wait to see this. And she gave you nothing. And some of you were mad about that. And you just wanted to be mad to be mad. And you know why? Because anger's addictive. That's dopamine running through your brain. That's why you'll never be tired of political posts on Facebook. That's why you'll never be tired of giving, trying to validate your opinions online. You'll never be tired of it. You know why? Because anger is an addiction. That dopamine runs through your brain, you start getting high, and then you miss it. And so you just get mad just to get mad. Because your wife hasn't gone down on you in 18 months and it's Lady Gaga's fault. And some of you, and I was ashamed of this, and so I unfollowed a bunch of you last night, gave her beef and gave her a hard time because she hugged a black girl in the crowd before it was over. If Lady Gaga hugging a black person on TV feels like a middle finger to you, it should feel like a middle finger to you. You're an awful person. If that feels like an assault on you, then the problem's you, not Lady Gaga. She killed it. And I told you for two weeks she'd be fine. and She wouldn't do anything. You're an idiot. You don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Maga, God, my, God, my God. You don't know anything, dude. You don't. She knows the moment. She's not going to overshadow the moment. Things went way off the tracks in New Jersey over this weekend. Wait do you hear this. We'll do that next. Hang on. Ansperry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. We're online for you, wruk.com. Uh, Phantom found this video this morning of apparently of... Uh, actually, this is more of a still photo situation now that I'm opening it. But a kid got an iPhone charger stuck in his foot? It's awful. Ugh. This is all about, you know what? Parents, I bet you tell your kids to clean their rooms a lot, right? Clean your room! You're not going to Bobby's house till you clean your room! And here's a perfect reason to clean your room. That looks like that hurt.
1: Yeah, really bad. I'm shocked this person decided to take a picture. Like, rip that thing out of your foot. Well, that, I mean, welcome to the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like,
0: you can't have anything happen to you and not like broadcast it to the world now. We'll talk to Scott at eight o'clock from com. So, I heard about this over the weekend. It was actually Friday. I was uh, just happened to be hanging out and and things started happening in the world. I was like, man, this will be good for Monday. This will be good for Monday. This will be good for Monday pretty quickly into the weekend. I love when that happens. And so I ran across this story, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, the, the premise of this is funny enough. Well, obviously, I have to get into this. And I cannot believe this, but for the second time this morning, we have our second public sex story of the morning. Here we go. Here we go, indeed. New Jersey now is where we go, to Bed Bath & Beyond, where two men were caught having a uh, engaging in a sex act on a setup in Bed Bath & Beyond. So you know how that kind of works, right? They set up beds in there. You can kind of lay on it to see if that's the right mattress for you or the right down comforter or whatever. These two hop in the bed and start, well, (laughs) railing one another and uh, like enjoying the public sex there. Jeez. Okay? According to uh, NorthJersey.com, an employee had discovered the 28-year-old men engaged in a sexual act on a display in the store in the middle of business hours. They were, in fact, open. Um... So, obviously, I think most couples have probably thought about this and like, man, that'd be kind of, you know what I mean? And there's a little danger in public and this and that, but... What's supposed to happen there is that the idea is supposed to be really hot, but then you realize I'm going to get arrested, so let me not do this. Well, but like
1: if you have that idea and you decide to act on it, that usually means like sneaking into the bathroom or like going Changing out to your room car in, in the store, parking yeah. lot or, right, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. where there's like, hey, we could get caught. Not we are going to get caught because let's be real. I mean, if you're banging out on a bed, I mean, this was like actual banging. This wasn't like, oh, we got under the covers and did hand stuff or anything. They like keep that. saying sex act. So maybe that was hand stuff they're alluding to. I
0: think mouth stuff is probably the way that was happening, but I, I guess that gives us a, gives everybody a view into you and I, maybe more than more than this story. Uh, cops showed up around 5 p.m. on Monday after receiving uh, reports. Dude, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Dude, think about how many people are in a Bed Bath & Beyond any day at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, they were both charged with lewdness, criminal mischief, possession of marijuana. One of the unnamed men also faced charges for having an outstanding warrant for his arrest. Jeez. Uh, they don't know whether or not the men were intoxicated or not, but my guess is probably a little. If you had marijuana on you, I don't think it's probably uh, you know crazy to think that you smoked a little bit of this before you thought that this was a good idea. Now, I have heard an update on this story where apparently one of these two men had had scabies. Jeez. And so now, like they're trying to get like uh, like the cleanup of that, and like there's been like uh, like they're worried about the outbreak of scabies and anybody that might have been in the in the store, and uh, you know it, it manifests itself like a rash. Uh, it's I'm reading here from the definitions, a skin condition caused by a burrowing mite is how that happens. That's just disgusting. Now I haven't heard of scabies in forever. Like that seemed like one of those things, like the plague. Like we had gotten rid of that. I didn't know scabies was still facing us.
1: No, I mean it's still a thing. I, I don't think. It's, I didn't know that. I don't think it's nearly as common, and I, 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 I I'm, I'm surprised that it kind of doesn't, you know, come up a little bit more often. If they're that concerned about it, because they were in a Bed Bath and Beyond bed. Imagine when you go to a hotel. You know what I mean? Like, there's no doubt that that, that could exist there. Oh, like bed bugs. Yeah. So I, I'm That's surprised all you, that stuff I, gets moved around. Surprised you don't hear about that more often. That is
0: disgusting. I do. Like, here's the thing you got to understand the world that you live in. And I think that there was a time in this country where a little public lewdness like that, people may have been like, oh, that's Randy, or maybe laughed it off, or maybe been like, oh, you know, push your people away and not, not, you know, make sure your kids don't see. Now you're going to go to jail. As like it, they're going to charge. Right. I'm not arguing that we should laugh at public. Sec- I'm just saying there was a time where you could get away with stuff like this. It's not now.
1: If it was, like I said earlier, if this was in the dressing room or the bathroom or their car, that maybe you could do a little bit of like, oh, yeah, they got a little too horny and you know they just couldn't keep their hands off of each other. You see them porn all the time. Dressing room porn's huge. But if you're doing it in the middle of Bed Bath and beyond so just go to disrespectful. Jail, yeah, right. it's just disrespectful.
0: What the hell's the matter with you? More Sansbury show right around the corner. Hang On, on
1: Rock
2: 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Sansbury Show We're on Rock 1069. Coming up at 845. There is this is like the day where all guys try to like, well I'm gonna get in shape like right after the Super Bowl. Like this is like our diet start day. Right. I have an exercise myth that men and women, but mostly men, have been banking on since the beginning of time. We've been told this, and it's a complete and utter lie. You've been banking on it as part of your weight loss program, and it's a complete and utter lie. We'll dispel
1: it 845 on the Stansbury Shows when we'll do that. That's good, dude, because honestly... I'm not gonna lie, I feel a little bloated today, man. Felt like I ate way too much yesterday. Woke up this morning with that like Ugh. I guarantee
0: uh-huh. you you're one of these guys that uses
1: this as eh, it's part of my workout routine. I guarantee it. I uh I uh, I can't wait to find out what it is.
0: We'll dispel that rumor 845 this morning on the program. Also talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com at 8 and I want to talk to him about this. You know, I call Tom Brady the greatest. He's the great. I feel like he's I I I feel, I feel like he's the go. I really do. And, you know, people are like, well, you know, he can't be if he cheated. Okay, well, I mean, Troy Aikman multiple times this year talked about how he changed the air in the football his entire career. Because, you know, guys have different sized grip for the ball. Troy Aikman, three Super Bowls. Are you going to go back to his house and take his rings away from him? Uh, but I think... Mm-hmm, no. Right, but I think I think there could be an
1: asterisk, I think. Yeah.
0: For things like that, you'd have to asterisk the whole league. And that's kind of why I'm like, eh, well, I, I don't buy into it. I don't until, get into it.
1: Until it's, you know, I guess and the, the proof is is what makes me say, well. They suspended
0: know? Tom Brady for four games because they didn't want the perception out there that the, that the league will just let the Patriots run wild. And that's what I love about the sports people. The same people who want the, the Patriots punished, the moment they do it, now you hate Goodell. You know why? Because you just want to be on the opposite side of something and yell about
1: it. I just want to be angry. I, I just do- want to get mad. I want that dopamine running through my brain, man. I want to get angry. off on it.
0: That's all it is. It's all it is. You just you you're addicted to the anger. I saw I know it because I was that guy forever and I'm trying later in my life to let it go so I don't die 15 years too early.
1: Uh since 99, uh Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than the Cleveland Browns have 6 plus win seasons. Dude,
0: he's the greatest all time. <laughs> system, it's a system. Yeah, Tom Brady's system is being better than your defense. That's his system.
1: Well, and certainly, I mean, I think there's talent and then there is a great system of in Of course place. there yes.
0: is. Sean Peyton has a fantastic offensive system does that make Drew Brees a system quarterback no of course it doesn't morons
1: <laughs>
0: and again Greg Cosell NFL films veteran 30 some years watching film at NFL films the West Coast offense has its own name orchestrated by Joe Montana if that's not a system quarterback then neither is Brady you can to play or you can't moving forward so the diet thing okay. This is now I won't be able to do it. I'll try a little bit and then I'll fold, I'll break. It's just dude, I'm I'm late in life. I'm just it's just I'm not gonna get there. It's not gonna happen, I'm just not gonna get there. Okay. And so sometimes what I do is I just go the other way. I'm like, well, I'm t- dude, if I'm
1: not going to lose weight, let's gain it. Let's just be, let's just be a fat ass, right? And I, I understand that it's hard. It's I, just not I, the sometimes. Smarter. Well, sometimes riding in the middle is the hardest thing to do. Just sometimes, like, hey, uh, I'm not like on a diet, but I'm making smarter decisions for myself. That feels like a harder thing to do rather than like, hey, I'm just eating, you know, snap peas and 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 cottage cheese.
0: So we make fun of my eating habits a lot right and um, I eat a lot And it, uh, it, it, dude it, if something great happens to me I want to eat to celebrate mm-hmm. if I'm sad about something I want to eat to make myself feel better about it food is my go to
1: the emotions of Stansberry's eating is often a uh, a, a mockable thing uh, the amount <laughs> of food that Stansberry eats often a mockable thing and uh, the the style and I I don't even know style but like the race of Stansberry Pace eating. is it's, the right it's, it's unbelievable like I I eat fast. I eat a lot, but dude, you are like setting land speed records over there. I'm
0: like I'm like the Jesse Owens of carbs. <laughs> ra- ra-
1: ra- <laughs> that's that's who I am. We were at a, we were at we were at a sheet's the sheets up here by the radio station once, and oh, and I don't I even remember I, this story. I, 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 we were sitting there, and it was early on. We might got something to eat, and these two ladies were like sitting in the booth beside of us, and and it was just like, oh my, like they were offended by by the by the ferociousness of well, of Stansberry going. The town, the one said, and
0: this hurt my feelings. It did this hurt my feelings that day. Did you see that? And the other old lady said, No, but I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it took everything I had not to cry in the car on the way home. I realized I was like, Oh my god, I'm a monster of sorts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's like I'm a caged animal on some, on some level. But I can eat a lot of food. I really can. Yeah. And the reason why I want to bring this up is that apparently now there's not only the Super Bowl, you have the Puppy Bowl, you have all these other things. Right. The Wing Bowl is a thing. I didn't know about this, right? But it's like obviously the chicken wing bowl there, right? And a dude out of Pennsylvania known the world round apparently as Notorious Bob. He's out of Philly. Right, Notorious Bob is his name. (laughs) I mean, known the world round, and uh, and, well, his name is Notorious Bob. He didn't give himself that name. No, (laughs) I'm
1: sure not. No,
0: (laughs) the Notorious one says here that uh, he had dreamed about winning this contest since he was a little kid. The Wing Bowl, and uh,
1: has the Wing Bowl been around for that long? I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Okay, but Notorious Bob, out of Philadelphia, listen to this, Fantone, ate four hundred and nine chicken wings. That's obnoxious. What? 409? Eating 409 of them. Notorious uh, says, yeah, this contest, one I dreamed of winning since I was a little kid. I feel great, he says. When you come out on top, you're holding the big blank check. It's a good day at the office. He took home ten grand, a brand new Honda Santa Fe, a wing bowl ring, and a medal. No word on whether or not they gave him his own hefty bag to vomit in. Uh, This is not his first competition win. He says he has uh, had past victories in eating 20 pounds of grits and lots of chowder. There was a time in my life where, honestly, I was legitimately going to try the competitive eating circuit. But I don't like the way you have to do it. Like, like take the 4th of July thing, right? Right. When they do the hot dog thing, Joey Chestnut and that whole thing. Right. Like, dude, they dip those things in water and like the buns and and, like, and then eat it. And it's like gross. And like how fast. And like, if you just left me somewhere and said, that's six pounds of food, I'm going to eat it. Like you take the timer out of things and I'm in like George's has one of these challenges. Right? And it comes on like a tray or whatever. Yeah, it's huge. It's like thirty five bucks and if you finish it you don't have to pay. You're on the wall of but like one of the things in there I don't like. Like I just don't I would not eat it. And I'm interested to see if I can do this. I want to see if maybe I can get them to be like, well, maybe can I take that out because I just don't like those and add this, more of this, and see if we can maneuver it around. I think that's a part
1: of the competitive eating. It's not about what you like and what you want. It's the ability to power your way through food, even yeah. if it's not your favorite.
0: And uh, I I only, um, yeah, I don't want to do that. I only like what I like. And, I, and actually, I, I'm probably not... I like most things, but uh, do 409 chicken wings. The point of this is I can eat a ton. And I started thinking about this yesterday. How many chicken wings could I eat?
1: I bet you. 100? Uh, I, mean, I was going to say under 50. I mean, like, and on a hundred seems high, right? A hundred seems high. I was, I was going to say fifty would be a hurdle to cross. I feel like at this point in my life, I mean, when I was younger, I felt like I could eat a lot more. I felt like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I could do that. At this point in my life, I, I bet you, if I went over twenty chicken wings, I would start to be like, oh my god,
0: dude. I mean, I've been thrown out of all you can eat restaurants before. My brother and I were thrown out of a couple um, uh, seafood places in, in South Florida, and I was just young. I think I was like. 13 but like they came over to my parents like get those get both of them out of here gotta get them out of here and i remember i was at red lobster once they were doing like i don't know, shrimp fest or whatever the hell it is but it's like all you can eat shrimp and i remember asking the waitress i said what's the record and she said to me she goes oh sweetheart you broke the record about an hour ago and i I was like oh okay i was like very
1: proud of myself I, i think with i think with like like chicken wings too is like at least with like shrimp i mean i guess you can just pop them in your mouth but like chicken wings you have to like Bite all that meat off, kind of like and It's a what's, slow process. What's the, what's the criteria of how clean did the bone have to be? You know what I mean? Because you can bite a chicken wing and leave half the, half the meat on there. Easily. So I, I, I just wonder kind of what was like the criteria and how much pound. I mean, how did much. Did you get through 409 of them like that? How much chicken was actually in this dude's stomach? I mean, that had to be pounds, pounds. and pounds of chicken in there. You, you imagine how tired your jaw would be after that? Like, you're just chewing and biting through chicken wings? If Jaden James can get through a day (laughs) at her job, I can
0: get through a day of chicken wings. We'll talk to Scott for WaitingForNextYear.com next next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Still to come, 845. We'll dispel a uh, a rumor surrounding uh, weight loss and the like, because... It's been on record that the Monday after the Super Bowl is the day most men start diets in the country. I have a weight loss thing that's been a myth forever. We'll dispel that, 845, before we get to that. We do it every Monday at 8. We talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com, my man. Uh, before we get started, I was having dinner with some friends on Saturday Woo! night. And a buddy of mine said to me, he goes, Man, I listen to your show every day. I, I really like it. I said, Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And he said to me, He goes, My favorite thing, though, is that Mondays at eight when you talk to that Scott guy. He's very, uh, he's very educated, and knows what he's talking about. So you got one dude out there that loves you, man. Like one guy's like full <laughs> on in the, in, the, in, the, in the Scott camp. He loves you.
2: Hey, so, if my fan club is one fan, it's still a fan club, right? So,
0: yeah, so right now, Greg is all happy that uh, <laughs> that I have you on the air right now. What's up, now.
2: Greg? Thanks, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we appreciate you joining us, and obviously the Super Bowl is the big news. Let's uh, let's start there. I'm just going to, you know, instead of, uh, I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm going to ask you the hot question right now. Brady the GOAT,
2: see he the greatest? Well, like, I, I do think the, the whole GOAT thing is a bit starting to get a little bit overplayed. But I, I do think, without question, he's the best quarterback to ever play in the history of the NFL. Thank you. Um, it, it's you know, and yeah, there's a little bit of irony when like Michigan's tweeting about it because I mean they benched the kid for I think Drew Henson, right? But in this, in the same regard, it's I mean, okay, the re- aside, I mean he had the, he had the best single season in 2007. He has the best, you know, the the, the rings. He, had, he has everything you would want from your quarterback. So I mean, I, I don't see how you can go against him you could pick a guy like Marino and try to put up numbers or pick a guy like Peyton or whatever but I, I do think at the end of the day it, the, the 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 common denominator is uh is, is Tom Brady
0: I saw a bunch of Ohio State fans wanting to say that last night you know we couldn't even play the thing in Michigan had to be mentioned in Michigan and my thing is, is okay well broadcasting's my career okay that's my career field and I'm a better broadcaster in 2017 than I was in 2007 so isn't that possible that, you know what, that Bill, all being a pro and getting really good coaching, that you ended up becoming a better quarterback through better coaching?
1: And through better coaching. And obviously I think that's an excellent transition point to the next question that comes out of this. Is Bill Belichick the greatest coach of all time?
2: Yes. The So the thing with Brady, I mean, if you look at his combine photos, he looked like me standing there shirtless. I mean, there's like, there's like no muscle definition. And, I mean, he just looks like a kid who – had this, this, the height and weight that you wanted, but you really needed to kind of mold him into a professional. And Belichick and his staff were able to do that. And Bill, you know, as contagious as he was, is, and as, as much of a, I don't want to say failure, he was in Cleveland, because I, I do think he would have been able to do good things when, once given the time. But, you know, <laughs> again, the resume. He had the ability to scheme, He the ability to take away certain weapons, and you could argue Julio Jones had a decent game. You could argue that... Uh, you know the running backs played well Freeman for Atlanta, but when it, all, when it all came down to it, you know you gave his team the ball with with enough time on the clock, and they won a football game. It's
0: um, it's always going to be debated who's more responsible there, and I, and I feel like all great relationships, um, or all greatness, people are relying on one another. Right. I, we we do this in sports. There's revisionist history, like when, like, and I, I don't want to go on a, on a huge side tangent here, but when people talk about Jordan. They downplay how good Horace Grant was. They downplay how good Jim Paxson was. They downplay how good Steve Kerr was. They downplay how good Scottie Pippen was. Dude, think about it. I just that's like five guys. I mean, dude, how much help did Jordan have? A ton. And so people downplay this stuff when looking back on the greatest. But I mean, when you, I was sitting there watching that game last night and I lost money on this game last night. Like, this game went completely different than I had predicted it would. I have, dude, it's been a while since I've been this wrong. And the game went different, played differently than I thought it would. I lost money on it and I still walked away going, that was a great football game. And I don't know if there's another quarterback in the NFL down 28-3 that I still felt like I can't turn this game off because that's Tom Brady on the other side of the field. I mean, I, I just, I, I knew I was like, well, I don't know for sure they're going to come back, but I know that there's a possibility that Brady has this in him. And I just couldn't shut it off. And I just, I think it's probably time. And I know Twitter loves these arguments of who's the greatest, who's not blah, blah, blah. And there's no real ending to any of this debate because at the end of the day, it does. Some of it comes down to, you know, your opinion or whatever, but the guy's amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't count him out um, to your point, and, you know, there's a lot of video of Mark Wahlberg leaving the game early oh. last night, and then people and people, you know, poking fun at him. And it's the same thing when I mean, just think of the Miami game, the Heat, the Heat Spurs when all those Heat fans leave because they're down ten or whatever, mm-hmm. and and then next thing you know, with 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 one nine left, Ray Allen hits the game tying three pointer. And, and you know, sends it into OT or whatever, and then they and they they win that game. I mean, there's just certain teams and certain players in certain situations, and especially and I'm and I'm writing about this today, especially on the like the biggest stages and the brightest lights, who you just can't count out. And I know the games start late, and I know people have to wake up early. I mean, you guys do a, an early morning radio shift, right. You and you stayed up to watch the whole game. So I I just, if you if you can do it. You know, there, there's no reason to turn that TV off during, during the final football game of the season, especially when you have those two quarterbacks playing. And, yeah, I mean, I think for that reason, you know, and not that reason alone, but that's just one of them why you have to consider him, if not, the best right there. Because, you know, down to, what, 28-3 was it? I, I can't think of what the, uh, the largest gap was. I think but... it was 28-3. You know, the, the, any. I think the lead of 19 or greater in the Super Bowl had been like 93 and nothing or something like that, heading into or 63 and nothing. Or wow. I, I don't know what. Or the playoffs. Or they they showed some crazy stats that that Man, the New England Patriots just destroyed, and uh, it was awesome theater and rooting interest aside and betting interest aside, it was one hell of a football game, if not one of the most entertaining games I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, as a sports fan, I don't know how you could watch last Worked night the and, of and, and feel unsatisfied with it. That yeah, was everything it. that everything that you could have wanted. Um, I, uh, I, I I saw last night, and kind of a surprising stat that was thrown at me was last night was the first time that a Super Bowl had ever gone into overtime. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily sour grapes this morning, or if it's people kind of looking back on something and say, dude, I hate Tom Brady um but a lot of people are saying this morning that the NFL overtime rules are unfair um without necessarily bringing last night's you know uh, the, the 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 circumstance of of last night did the Falcons get a fair shot do teams get a fair shot when it comes to NFL overtime rules
2: you know i, I think they headed they definitely headed in the right direction by you know saying that both teams would get a shot if a field goal was scored because there were so many overtime games that would end by a team just getting down to the 30, you know, kneeling in the center of the field, kicking a field goal to win, and not giving the other team a shot. Um, it's hard to say they didn't because, I mean, you, you, you stop them from, from getting down the field as easily as they did, and I think you, you get a chance to win. Um, the, the difference became, you know, I think the time of possession was like 52 minutes for uh, New England and like 26 or something like that for, mm-hmm. for Atlanta. And that defense was just baked. I mean, they were on the field for so long in that second half of that game. Like that an once, over, yeah. once overtime came around, they, were, they, just, they just had nothing left. And so, I mean, had Atlanta gotten the ball, you know, given the way the offense was moving through the first half and into the you know, early third quarter, you have to assume that they would have had a shot. But, I mean, you, you were up 28-3. to 3, So, if you get the overtime at all, um, you know, having a shot to win the game shouldn't come down to the overtime period. It should have came down to making the right play calls in the fourth quarter. Junior
0: Edelman made a fantastic catch last night, and so what I'm waiting for this morning is um, the whore in Houston Snapchat who slept with him last night, so she can post it. (laughs) I'm 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 waiting for that this morning. But as we're waiting for that Snapchat story, um, does that catch? Will that go down as better than the David Tyree Super Bowl catch for the Giants?
2: I don't know. I don't know how you can compare the two. Um, The the catch that I was amazed by was Julio Jones. That was such a great catch. Such a good catch. And then he he breaks that off. It's like oh, that Julio Jones catch just seemed like a midfield plant route. Right. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) um, I I think the Tyree catch for me will be bigger um, because of the fact that that was a nineteen and zero Patriots team. Yeah, um, that okay, was that fair. was that was going to be a historical, fair. a histori- a historical situation. Um, but the the Edelman catch was huge. I, oh, I don't know, and I, I tweeted this, and I know it's a bit of a you know couch coaching. Once that defender touches that ball, why people you're didn't right lay Edelman out and render right. him useless in that play? I don't understand. But I know in the heat of the moment, when you're just trying to pull on an interception, everybody just goes for the ball. So I get it but that was there that was that was on the Atlanta defense there more than anything.
0: Before we move uh, forward to spring training and next week with pitchers and catchers and this and that, let's keep with the NFL season just a little bit longer cuz now the Super Bowl is done. So right. what's what's now is that the Browns are on the clock. Now, I've heard rumors And people have admitted this while on TV and throwing them out there that they were rumors circling around the NFL. And Robert Kraft actually came out the day before the Super Bowl and says, I know when Bill Belichick is going to retire. Oh, wait a minute. Let me me pull that back. I didn't mean to say that. We've heard rumors that what is going to happen is that New England is looking to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, add defense. They win this year. They win next year. Brady, Belichick, Mike Drop, we're both out. We've heard that. And now those are rumors. We don't know for sure. And people have people have said this to me all weekend. Bill Belichick hasn't indicated at all that he's even thinking retirement. Right. The guy that has said 100 total words in 15 years of press conferences is just going to start talking about retirement out of nowhere. Way to think it through. But there is a theory there. That that's what will happen. Now, some people are saying maybe Brady retires now. You go out on top after last night. That's five. Nobody's got five. Nobody in the modern era will get five again. Probably, I'm done. What do you think happens here?
2: Well, there were rumors before the game yesterday that he was looking at another extension. Um, I don't know if it's front loaded and it's one of those things where it is a one year, two year deal. I'm not. I'm not sure how that would work. Um, my 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 understanding and my is, is as a football fan and as someone who. Tries to keep you know up with this is that as long as Brady wants to play, he gets to play, and if he wants to play into his forties, despite you know the fact that that is typically not a good time for quarterbacks to be playing in the NFL, I I, I do believe that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna ride that out, and if that means maximizing that window and trading a Jimmy Garoppolo for an early round or a pair of early round picks, I think they're going to do that. I would. I would. Um, I. Go ahead.
0: I would totally do that. I mean Brady didn't look good at the beginning of the game last night. He didn't look all that
2: great. He threw five hundred yards. Right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Just, I mean, exactly. You know, he had a terrible um, half,
0: still put up five hundred.
2: Without uh without Rod Gronkowski, by the way. Um so yeah, I think it's 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 Brady's game Brady's to, to decide. Ever. And and then if if but Garopp, if if they do go Brady's route, Garoppos not staying there. I mean they're not going to pay No, 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 no. Both they're not gonna pay both of them to to do that, I mean, they got rid of Jamie Collins because he wanted to get paid. They're not going to sure. pay Jimmy Garoppolo to be a backup. So it'll, be, it'll come down to a bidding war, I guess, at that point. And, you know, he's, he's been continually linked to the Browns, and the Browns have the draft capital to get it done if they think he's the guy. So it'll be a very interesting couple months to see what route they go.
1: So you think, obviously, that makes sense on the Patriots' end of, hey, we've got this short window, let's get, a, uh, let's get rid of Garoppolo. Does that make sense to you on the Browns' end?
2: I am a fan, Um, and I know that there's a lot of people who are going to say, well, we've only played two NFL games. That's two more NFL games than any college kid coming out um, this this time around. And those two NFL games were really, really good. I mean, he sliced the Dolphins apart, and the Dolphins were a playoff team. So it's not like – it wasn't like – what's his name in Green Bay? Matt Flynn torching the Lions in the last game of the season when everybody had given up. I mean, there's a lot – to like about Jimmy Garoppolo. Former second round pick. It's not like he's um sixth or seventh rounder that they just happened to find. I mean he he the kid was good. It's and the
0: highest it's the highest Belichick has taken a quarterback in like quite a while.
2: Yeah, and and he's gotten to not only he well he hasn't played, he's gotten to learn from Tom Brady exactly. for the last, you know, several years. So I do think the the pedigree there is much better than any of the any of the rookies coming out in terms of you know answered questions, um, you're going to have question marks with all of them. I do think the well the upside might not be the highest. I do think your your floor is very very high and your ability to put him in now with a team that desperately needs to start winning football games rather than trying to grow someone behind an aging offensive line. The price would be, I... would, be would be would be much better, and the, the price would be interesting. Um, heard... I, I would I would hate to give up one of those first round picks. But in the same regard, if you think he's the guy, you got to pay anything you can to get him.
0: I've heard that the price tag is rumored to be the 12th pick in the first round and a 4th round pick, and to me, for a franchise quarterback, that's a bargain. The best coaches, the best talent evaluators blow about 40% of their draft picks. So even if you do it right, and and Vegas will not give a point to any other player normally in the end than a quarterback. That's how important that role is. And if you (coughs) think that that, if you think Garoppolo can be that, guy a 12th round pick that we're going to screw up anyway bargain do it today right
2: no i agree i mean you got to think of what the other teams have given up to trade up to those spots um so like if you if if they think philly thought carson wentz was a uh you know a a franchise quarterback so they they gave up a a ton to get him you know the the history of of trading up to get rookie quarterbacks the the price of those i mean even robert griffin the third is, is well documented, so if you can do that and get a guy who's already already has NFL mileage on him, I, I mean, I don't I don't see what what uh, you know why you wouldn't do that. But you you have to trust the scouts and the evaluators. I'm not an evaluator. I I what I saw from that kid is really really good. Um, good but you have to trust that they're talking to people to to get all their their other questions answered.
1: Uh, Scott, last night, obviously a phenomenal Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl to reach overtime, the biggest comeback from any team in Super Bowl history. You look back at the year of sports, uh, NCAA championship basketball won on a buzzer beater. The college football championship series was a final game winning in the final seconds. Touchdown right there. <laughs> obviously, the Chicago Cubs coming back and breaking the 108-year drought. Boo. And and uh, Andrew uh, and Cleveland Cavaliers erasing the 3-1 to deficit yeah, and winning the NBA championship. Like. Was this the greatest year of all time when it comes to sports.
2: We will never see another year like this. Um, I mean, it, you might see there, there, there at some oh, point dude. there will be a time when the team comes back from four to win the NBA championship. There, there, there will be a, te- a time when every, there are multiple world series games going to extra innings and, and they decide the winner. I mean, but there will never be another year where all of this kind of stuff in my mind happens again, especially in our lifetimes. Um, I mean the, the fact that every one of them to your point Matt was just insanely epic in terms of how they finished. I I don't see how any other year can compete with this. Just given, you know, given given the the preceding thirty something years I've been able to to witness as a sports fan, um, you know, to see them all come down the way they did. You know, again, rooting interest aside, you would have loved to see the Indians been the one to win that. But even though they didn't, that game seven going into extra innings with a guy like Rajay Davis hitting yeah, a home huge. run off a guy like. Uh, or all this Chapman. I mean, that in and of itself is a movie. So you factor that in five or six more times with the different sports, and I, 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 don't, I don't see how it gets any better.
0: I had this scheduled for a little later in the program, but I don't want to let you go without asking you about it. Um, we inducted the, uh, the NFLers into the Hall of Fame, and T.O. got passed over again. Is Terrell Owens a Hall of
2: Famer? Yes. Yes, he is. Um, you know, he's going to continue to get looked over um, because of the the, you know, the, he was in an era where there was a lot of really good receivers. Um, but he'll he'll get there. He should get there. Um, you know, the guy was a game changer. He he ran his mouth, and a lot of the the, the crotchety NFL Hall of Fame voters don't like that. But uh, at the end of the day, he should get in because, I mean, the numbers are there. And, I mean, his talent was off the charts. Um, I, I see no reason why he shouldn't have gotten in this time. But, you know, when you have some of the people voting that you do, um, you can see why, you know, he didn't. I'm not... Um, I, there will be time. Till he'll, he'll get he'll get his he'll get his due. Probably okay. two thousand seventeen would be my guess, but you know, we'll, 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 figure it out. Um, but you know, from a talent perspective, I think he should be there.
0: He's paying for sins that he did off
1: the field. Petty, Petty, dude, Tom Petty, oh,
0: Richard yeah, for Petty, sure, for it, sure.
1: dude, it is the definition of petty when it comes to these voters, man. It's it, ridiculous. T.O. should be, a, she should have been in there last year. I, uh,
0: I, I think he's a hall of famer on talent alone. I really do. Let's, uh, one more question before we go as pitchers and catchers. I believe Anton told me is next week. I know you're a baseball purist. Like, uh, do give me a little state of the union with the tribe. What's happening?
2: Well, oh, they're not done yet, which is interesting. You know, there's a lot of a lot of rumors that they're still going to make some moves here. Oh, I, like um, I, I would love for them to still figure out a way to address the outfield. Um, I love the Incarnacion deal, um, but I, I just feel like they're, good, they're as as much as they're going to be favorites to probably be one of the top two teams in the AL based on their pitching staff and their young bats. Um, that outfield is is a, is a, is a bit of an atro- atrocity. So yeah, I, I would that. hope they they could figure that out. Um, But other than that, again, really good pitch starting pitching, really good bullpen, and uh, really exciting, you know, top five I would say in the batting lineup. Um, But they got they got to get that you know six through nine nailed down because you know there there will be a time you're going to need to count on those guys, and you know hopefully they can do it with trades because I think they're pretty much done in the free agency pool. Well, I
0: appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you again next Monday at 8. That's Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com, some of the best sports uh, reporting that, that you'll read on the Internet, WaitingForNextYear.com. Scott, thanks so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Big up to Greg.
0: Yeah, dude, Greg loves you. My buddy Greg does love you. It's, uh, it's, it's Greg's favorite part of the program is Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. Uh, you can follow us, I believe, it's Scott at WFNY on Twitter as well. We'll be right back with more Stansberry Show. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stan'sbury Show on Ruck 106.9. We have a pair of tickets for a UFC fight viewing party this weekend, this coming nice. weekend, up at uh, the Hard Rock Rock Studio in Northfield Park there. Nice. Um, nice little partner of the radio station there. the I, uh, The Hard Rock is there. I'm a big UFC fan. It's probably where I'm going to go watch that fight. As a matter of fact, so we'll get you into that before the end of the program this morning.
1: Is that a uh, pretty good lineup? I have not. Uh, I have not necessarily seen the 208 lineup. Honestly, I uh,
0: I can't remember off the top of my head, and I don't. Um, I don't have it pulled up in front of me. That's uh, one of the reasons why I haven't promoted the tickets as until right now. Uh, that's something I should have told you. <laughs> that's not you, buddy. That's me. I, uh,
1: I'm a UFC bro, man. I love wearing affliction shirts.
0: Right before we went on the air, I should have said, "No, bro. I'm going to tell." people we have these but i don't know nothing yet so like don't wade me in the waters that i don't know that uh that was technically that's a that's a me thing there but we'll get you into that before the end of the program today so i read this and i thought when i when i when i saw the math of it i was like I'm not sure that's a big deal, okay. and then I, then I thought about it a little bit more, and this is all about a bartender over-serving somebody. For those of you that don't know, I still bartend part-time. As a matter of fact, I'll be working at the Agora on Friday for the Twisted show, if you happen to be a Juggalo. <laughs> oh,
1: if you happen to be a Juggalo, oh. Twisted,
0: playing uh, the Agora on Friday. Night. There
1: you go. And, Jamie Madrox, and, uh, and uh, what's the other dude's name in Twisted? Uh, I would have no oh, idea. The Monoxide <laughs> Child. I knew that. I knew that.
0: I'll tell you this. I hung out with those guys a couple of times. They've played the Agora a lot now. And I hung out with those guys after their show one night. Uh, a little backstage uh, you know, Session there a little post show a little there. post show right. there post And show uh, they're the both show. Actually really great guys They both went out Into the parking lot In their full makeup And all that stuff Signing autographs For hours on end For fans
1: Like they get their scene They do Much like pro wrestlers no. And NASCAR right. And country music stars Is that you know If that audience Is out there waiting for you Go shake their hands Grip and grin They'll give you money give,
0: They will give you money Grip and grin Yeah it's a huge thing So I read this About a bartender Overserving somebody okay. And this is all about a casino, I believe in Pennsylvania. Yeah. The Pennsylvania gaming control board has fined a casino, $25,000. And this is uh, all around the Poconos there. And like I said, when I first heard about this, I thought that I was like, well, the math, isn't that crazy. What has happened here is that a casino served a guy, 27 drinks,
1: cheese,
0: <laughs>
1: cheese in
0: a nine hour period. So at first I was like, well, that's three drinks an hour. And so I was like, well, and so like for like a day and a half, I was like, oh, dude, the math's not that crazy. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. I know some of this math having, uh, you know, uh, had to go to a three-day class. That the body will remove an ounce of alcohol, which is in what's normally in one cocktail or one like bottled beer. And right. again, not if you're talking IPAs and stuff right. like that, you're talking domestics there. Uh, you get a little higher when you're talking IPAs, porters, all that kind of stuff. But if you stick with like Coors Light or whatever, it's about an ounce of alcohol. Now your body will release the, uh, one of those in about an hour. So obviously there was no way for him to keep up with the, with the, you know, the body getting rid of the alcohol before he was replacing it. They say now that they look through the video. And after about nine drinks, he showed impairment. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, you I, I, You should. You know what I mean? I would hope that you seemed a little bit impaired after nine drinks.
1: 27 drinks.
0: And so if you think about it, then they served him 18 drinks after he was obviously drunk. Wow. Now, I am a big, huge, personal accountability guy, okay? I believe in if you're an adult and you if you're of age... That you should kind of be able to, like, you know, stop yourself here. Right. But now you get into a weird situation when you're talking addiction, okay? Because right. that's what that means. The people sure. kind of have a problem with that. And as a server and as a guy who's owned bars before, I have definitely cut people off over my self preservation, not theirs. Right. You know what I mean? Over the fact that, like, I say this all the time, the Agora is a fantastic job. I make really good money as a server, more than most bartenders. And so that's one of those things that I stay cognizant of. Like, this is right. a job I don't want to lose. I'm not losing this not care about of you. you. Right? Right. I need to make my rent. And if I don't follow the rules, I'm going to have a problem.
1: Now, as far as, I mean, I know there's plenty of, of stories where, you know, bartenders and bars and, and, and establishments are held responsible for a guy who wrecks his car or something like that. And I mean, gets in a DUI, kill somebody or whatever. Uh, yeah, and, and like, I don't think you should be held responsible in the sense of like, that's not where you were fell down on your responsibility. They didn't make you drive. Right, right. Right. But there should be consequence to over serving somebody. I mean, at the end of the day, when you sign up for a liquor license, you are, are, are essentially saying if Somebody is past the point of intoxication, whether, whether they should be, whether they're exhibiting signs or not. It's your responsibility. So when you signed that, you knew this is, this is what I'm taking on. Therefore, to serve 27 drinks to somebody, it's grossly negligent. It is. You knew what, you, what, what the responsibilities were.
0: I have, I have told people at shows, I have put drinks on the bar and had my hand on it, and they reached out and grabbed it, and I've told people, if you come back up here, I'm not giving you anything else. Like I, this is where I feel like this is the end of our night, right, right. here, you and I, and it is a little on you, a, a little bit, and be and not because it it really is, but because that's what the law says now, and I'm not, and I so what I'm saying is I always stay cognizant of it because it's not just me, it's the owner of that bar, right, and what I don't want is to create problems for the guy who owns the Agora because I feel like I don't feel like you know playing along with the rules. I can't, I can't negatively affect his business over my wanting to do something.
1: You said this was in a casino, correct? Casino,
0: yeah, the guy, so here's what was happening. He was like at a slot machine at a bar. Right. Because at first I was like, well it's a casino. You go to seven different 7, right. bars. 7,000 right. bars in right. those right. places, right. how the hell do they even know? You right. know what I mean, I know there's eyes in the sky and all that, but I mean, come on. And uh, the way they're writing this, the way I'm reading, and again, this is from you know WKYC.com is where I'm reading this. Fox 8 also has it as well. And um, they were saying basically he was sitting at those slot machines that are at the bar, and that's he didn't really so move not it, it the wasn't, bathroom
1: and stuff, obviously. It but. wasn't three different waitresses, four different bartenders. It may he-
0: it may have been even more than one server because of a nine-hour period. I don't right, know. It doesn't right. list that here, but a nine-hour period. I don't know how casinos run their shifts. But even still, again, what happens, and you've worked at, at, as a server and stuff like this, this is what you do. When shift change happens, what do you do? You discuss the tables. Right. This guy over here is a dick, keeps asking for everything. That guy over there, that's probably done, probably should cut him off. So there would have been a conversation that had happened there. So I understand this fine. I do. Today I kinda get it. I'm with you where it's like, yes, there should be punishment for the bartender for the establishment and but you can't take you can't blame him for everything because right. it's still on that dude to drive. Now this guy didn't drive, or at least we I don't have that information if he did. But that doesn't seem to be the problem.
1: I mean, obviously this guy has a drinking problem. I don't think anybody can argue with that twenty-seven drinks over the course of, of nine hours. I couldn't drink twenty-seven drinks in a day. I I I not anymore. Maybe that's what I was gonna say, is maybe at like my, sure uh, at, my binge. Maybe when I was, you know, it was partying the most. Um, I actually, I'm too old for that. I had a buddy in college, and his goal was to drink hundred beers in 72 hours oh, over the course hard. of a weekend. And at first, you're like, much like nine, like 27 drinks over nine hours. You're like, oh, it's not that bad. And math but, but you factor in that 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 your body only gets rid of one drink an hour. Those all accumulate really, really quickly. You're and, stacking, right? And I mean, dude, he he failed miserably. We were probably into hour like 50, and he was just, I'm like, done. Not doing this anymore. You
0: see this on the golf course a lot, right? You know, guys like to the drink while they play golf a lot, In a right. beer hole is like something guys try to do. And by the seventh hole, you're just falling over because a hole's five minutes. Like it gets, you know. So people try to do this. It sounds like it's easy math. It's not. Today is one of the biggest diet start days for men across the country. They okay. wait until the Super Bowl is over, and uh, I think it's probably a good idea. I'm even going to try it myself, and I will fail down. I will fall down on the job miserably. We all know it. But there's been this myth about burning calories that's been out there forever. It's always sounded like insanity to me, and we know for sure now that it is. I'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. On
1: Canton's Rock Station, Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Parents, I have the best reason ever for you to to prove to your kids that you're right.
1: Their rooms should be cleaned. You can find that at wrqk.com right now in the Sandsbury Show section. it's probably some parents that need to clean their house, too. You know what I mean? Like, we want to put this on kids, dude. but... Dude, yeah, all right, probably. When I got my cable installed like a week ago, two weeks ago when I moved... He tell uh, you to vacuum? What happened? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, the girlfriend, we were kind of sitting there, and we're like, hey, sorry, we just moved in. We know there's crap everywhere. And he's like, dude... Oh, he's like, those guys? He's like, I can tell you just moved. He's like, some people tell me they've just, they just moved, and they haven't cleaned in 10 years. Right.
0: Yeah, that does happen. Those kind of people. You're right. Repairmen, cable dudes, that kind of plumbers. Yeah. Oh, having to go into people's homes all day. That would not be a good job for me. Would not be a good job for me. I would. I would not fare well at that one. Not like I'm faring all that well at this one. But I, 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 I I would not. I would not be that good at that one. We've told you a couple of times, and this is true, that most men start their diets the day after the Super Bowl. Makes sense. A lot of people like New Year's resolutions, but, you know, right after the New Year comes, you know, football playoffs, and then you got the Super Bowl, and so that whole thing makes sense, right? I pigged out last night. It's
1: an eating holiday. It really oh, is. Oh, and that's what it is for I mean, most people, yeah. I uh, I, 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 I binged last night. We had, like, taco dip. We had, oh. a, we, had we had like, this. Uh, I had none of the dips. I didn't get, like, buffalo chicken dip or anything. Oh, of that. dude, no. And, of course, the obvious, uh, you know, yeah, the chips and in the, in the, in the, in the hell of a good. French onion dip, smashing that stuff out. It was a Mexican feast. It was an American feast. There was Italian food. There was, I, dude. It was just way too much food yesterday at my house. I mean, did you make a wall of saltines <laughs> between the two? <laughs> is, is that what you did?
0: A little, little saltine wall there. Maybe that's what you should have done there, Phantom. So there's been this myth out there about you know dieting and burning the calories and the like that everybody likes this stat and that you've heard it and it's like an old wives' tale that having sex burns 300 calories. They have found out now for sure that's false. It takes quite a bit of sex for you to burn calories. They say here that it is a full 75 minutes of constant, nonstop, high-energy penetration before you could hit 300 calories. 75 minutes non-foreplay. This is
1: Full blown at it. I mean, the the myth of, oh, well, 300 cal- calories just having sex. It's like, dude, there's so many different kinds of sex, even like from like from, you know, you guys are both just kind of laying there in the spoon position. You're both feeling lazy to all of a sudden you're hoisting her up, throwing her over your shoulder, doing some sort of weird pile driver move. So like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of a lot of difference between how much calories being burnt in one side of it versus the other. Some of it is just
0: sped up heart rate, right. that, which sex will do. Do. And we know sex is healthy for the brain overall. It releases dopamine; you're you're happy. It's a, the best stress reliever. Uh, they say sex and crying are two of the best stress relievers that people sure. probably don't do enough. Sure. and I would agree with that. And uh, but you've I've always heard this: three hundred calories having sex. I was like, there's no way that's right. You know, because you know when I figured that out, I had a personal trainer once. Right now, I should get another one. But I had a personal trainer once. Lost forty five pounds. Looked great. Did the whole thing. Right, and it took forever ever in a gym to burn 500 calories so when i heard 300 in sex i was like i had sex last night there's no way that was the equivalent of what i'm doing right now
1: and i mean let's be real too about what 300 calories really is that's probably like a big banana you know what i'm saying so like congratulations you burnt 300 calories off and and now you can have like a big banana.
0: Yeah, that's not a Big Mac, right? right, you know what right, I mean? right, No, 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 not at or all. The not Grand even close. Mac, which by the way, dude, the Grand Mac got me. They oh, did. They, they got were... me. No, the marketing got me. Dude, I've eaten that thing probably four times this last
1: week. The Big Mac, even bigger. Um, the real, the real bat battle of calories. If if you're like just concerned about calories, it's not one exercising. The battle of calories is won by what you eat. You're not going to burn off that much. Like I said, I mean, you said 500, and it took forever in the gym. In the gym, so that's two bananas. You're getting yourself right. into there. So so like, it really is uh, calories, you know, when it comes to that fight, I feel like it's much more being conscious of what you're putting in as opposed to what you're burning. mean I'm, I'm not trying to say don't exercise, but like it's, it's much more your diet than it is the exercise. No, they're also diet.
0: finding out with exercise that you can actually totally be a weekend warrior with your exercising. As long as your diet's all right, you'll be fine. And my trainer used to say to me all the time, Dan, you cannot, he's like, you can't out train a bad diet. He's like, no matter how much you work out, if you continue to ch- shove, you know, 12 foot euros on your throat, you're never going to lose this weight. And he's right about that. Like, so you can now when I, my system was, you know, 1800 calories a day, um, six meals a day, three hours apart. And then it was four days a week at about 90 minutes, a session in the gym. Now that's pretty extensive. That's hard. The food
1: was hard. The dedication to the gym was hard. It was hard. I would just say everyone take a small step today. You know what I mean? Like, instead of going, well, this is the breakdowns, this is what we're doing, dude, maybe maybe instead of ordering two cheeseburgers, you know, for lunch, you just order one. Or maybe you pack your lunch. Or maybe just small steps along the way. Dude, did you not know swearing's not allowed on the radio? Uh, you
0: are using a lot of curse words, uh, it sounds like to me. I don't like any of this math you're using.
1: You know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Put down the cupcake right now. Right? I mean, right? Leave a little bit extra on your plate.
0: Well, it's not even 9 o'clock in the morning, yeah. If you, if you have a cupcake in your hand, I don't know what the hell you're doing. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Rock 1069. You do have Sansbury here for CSE Federal Credit Union. If you've been uh, thinking about changing banking operations, check out CSE, your 100% local banking alternative. Also right now, offering you a killer deal on balance transfers. If you acquire too much debt over the holiday season... For uh, your holiday shopping A lot of us do And you got those credit cards Racked up CSE wants to help you out With that Here's what we're going to do We're going to take those balances We're going to switch them over To a CSE Visa card You're going to pay A much lower APR Save yourself some money That deal Is being offered to you Right now Through I believe About April 30th You can get more info On that At cscfcu.com You can also find out At that website Where their four Very convenient locations are and check them out. Not going to cost you anything to go into a CSC. Talk to them about you know maybe doing a little balance transfer. What it's like to bank with them. You tell you've been with them about three years. Love it. Absolutely love it. Find out more info. CSCFCU.com. So over the weekend, it's uh it's easy to get swept up underneath the Super Bowl, the hype of that, right? Like, but there are other sports things that happen. Yeah. And especially inside of football as well. And we now know who went in. To the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2017. Uh, we we know this stuff now. We uh, we have it here.
1: Yeah, Pro Football Hall of Fame, kind of a big deal around here. Sort of a big deal. A little bit. Is that? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Is it? Does it happen to be right here? Canton, Ohio, pretty big fan of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Well, look at that. So we know here, uh, Kurt Warner was your quarterback that went in, played for the Rams, Giants, Cardinals, uh, and he, he was awesome. And uh, won some Super Bowls. Um, and was one of those great stories. Was like stocking shelves at the Piggly Wiggly. And then next thing you know, he's like throwing touchdown passes. He was like one of those stories America loves.
1: Yeah, Obviously a story America loved. And I'm not, uh, what do I want to say here, a Kurt Warner historian. Um, did he really dominate for that long? I remember him kind of being a flash in the pan in my memory. And maybe I'm wrong on that. And it, you know, felt I like two or three years he was on top of the world. And then it was just kind of like. I feel like what may have happened
0: here. Is won some titles with the greatest show on turf. Right. And those teams were stacked, by the way. They were so good. And then went to Arizona and kind of resurrected that thing, right? Like, it wasn't until him... Like, I hope my memory's right here... I, I'm not for sure that it is. But weren't they kind of like twirling around the, if we could just get a quarterback, maybe we could get this thing turned around. He goes there, and next thing you know, he did. And then they, I mean, he went to that Super They lost that Super Bowl, but he he took that team to the Super Bowl as well. So, I mean, you take two different teams in the most important position in the game to a Super Bowl, I think that that's probably knocking on the door of Hall of Fame career stuff. And I don't know if they, I don't know how, how the vote goes. But I would imagine, much like when you're told in a courtroom, well, don't weigh that statement into it because we just objected to that. You're not right. allowed to bring that into it. I'm willing to bet the positive impact he's had in the broadcasting community for a lot of these Hall of Fame voters is probably factored in, whether it should be or not. But it probably is. Okay? I like it keeping it on field, but we know people can't always separate things. Ladanian Tomlinson was a running back for the Chargers. and uh, Then he went to the Jets at near the end of his career there. But he was a San Diego Charger great. And I believe he broke the single-season rushing record that one year. What Maybe it was the touchdown record. I remember the offensive line... Holding them above their head like at the end of that game. Like Ladanian was something to
1: see. He was something. Went over eleven hundred yards each of his first eight seasons. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Dude, I didn't know that. Consistently putting up numbers like that. That's th- a hall of Fame. See, and that, to me, that's, that's like, of well, of course, eight years of dominance. Yeah, you put him in there. Put him the, in there. You're saying you don't remember Warner having that Okay. I don't know.
0: I don't know about that. I think but I think if you take two teams I think that's probably how Hall of Famers are going to vote it. It's the most important position in the league. You take two different franchises to the Super Bowl, kind of will give you the nod there. Jason Taylor was uh, Miami Dolphin is like kind of where he made his bones, and then played for the you know the Washington for uh, you know, a little while, a little Jets there. Um, defensive end. I mean, guys feared him. You had to you had to scheme for him. You had to you had to game plan him. So I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Jerry Jones went in as an owner of the Cowboys. I Obvious. mean, come on. Uh, great ambassador to the game. He's one of those owners. There are owners in the league that like matter, and then there's just like, guys who own teams. Jerry Jones is obviously an influencer. Um, he, was very, he was vital in getting the NFL back to Los Angeles. He, it, dude, he was a huge proponent of that.
1: And I mean, obviously. And he owns America's like favorite team. His longevity within the NFL. And look at the transformation of of what the NFL was when Jerry Jones first stepped into the league to what it is today, where Jerry Jones is still incredibly relevant in the league. It, it goes without saying this dude deserves to be Yeah, the I mean,
0: that's, the that's a first ballot. Yeah. In my mind, that's first ballot. Kenny Easley was a safety for the Seahawks. He played from 81 to 87. That's a little bit before my time. I
1: don't remember Kenny Easley. I do not either, and it's just weird. It, uh, defensive players just don't have as impressive as numbers. You can, you can say, like, oh, well, he had 18 inter- or interceptions. or oh, doesn't sound had- as it good. It just doesn't sound it's as good It's not
0: 20,000 as- or whatever. Yeah. Right,
1: it doesn't sound as good as offensive That's numbers. That's true. That's totally true.
0: And then Terrell Davis, the Broncos running back great, went in. Now, I, now played from 95 to 2001, did win a title with John... With Elway, people, There were people debating that year whether or not who was more important that year, Elway or Terrell. And again, I think one hand washes the other. You're never going to find the NFL team who won a Super Bowl without the team being good. Everybody gets help in sports. I know Twitter like, hates to admit that. Every greatest player of all time has had a ton of help on those teams when they won those titles. Tons. Nobody does it alone. Nobody. And then Morton Anderson, and this seemed to piss people off because he's a kicker. He played for the Saints, Falcons, Giants, Chiefs, Vikings. Chiefs. But he did play from 1982 to 2007. Now granted, you could probably have a longer career being a kicker in the league than you could being like, you know, an offensive lineman or a running back who have really short lives in in the NFL. Now, I have a different view on this than most people, okay? And that is kicking is a third of the game. Yeah. So Special if you don't teams, have, yeah. If you don't have a good kicker, you have a problem. And how many Super Bowls have been three-point games? Well, that was the kicker that did that then. Yeah, I mean, I mean how, many, how many? let's take the Patriots alone. Vinatieri kicked how many Super Bowl winning field goals?
1: Two, I think, right? Two or three. To ignore special teams as one of essentially a third of the game, is it, 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 it's short-sighted. It's obviously, you know, you're, you're not paying attention to what really is happening within that game. Right. We don't want to give
0: kickers Hall of Fame nods because it's perceived to be a sissy's position, but it's a third
1: of the game. 82, he came in to 2004. That's insane. The NFL's all-time leading scorer, Mort Anderson. How are you going to say the guy you, doesn't doesn't belong in the Football game? You can't
0: lock out an all-time scorer. Uh, how
1: you can't do how? that. how? It's 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 ridiculous. I go y'all look at those sissies. Oh, they're they're kicking the ball. I never let a kicker. Dude, this guy won how many football games? Are on the foot right. of Mort Anderson, right? Come on, do
0: people who Come say on. things like that honestly? It just, I, I'm. It always makes me happy because I'm like, oh, well, you're uninformed, and I know I don't have to listen to your opinion. Now listen, I love
1: that. now listen. Do I think, reading process? Love it. Does the Hall of Fame need to be conscious of of making sure that let's not do a, a, a seven kickers in one year? I understand where you're coming from there, but to say that kickers don't have a place in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, get out of here. You're gonna have to be great.
0: Ya. Probably right. be, You're probably gonna have right. to be better at your position than some linebacker had to be at his. Okay, because of what the position is. You may, so you, so you may have to do that. I didn't know this. Jason Taylor went to the University of Akron. I did not know that.
1: Oh, well, zip action right there. Oh, yeah, I Akron's like it. I, I didn't don't like I it.
0: Did, I did not remember that. I don't like it. So I want to remind you when what we talk about this end of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, that that Hall of Fame is much like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, meaning they need induction classes next year, too. So if you just throw everybody in, now nobody cares next year. Okay? So. You're going to stagger these things. Right. And so having said that, I want to make it clear that I believe that Terrell Owens on talent and numbers alone is a Hall of Fame player. We talked to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com about this earlier this morning. He said absolutely. He believes Terrell, Ply, or Terrell Owens I'm sorry, is a uh, Hall of Fame player. But he said, you know what? It gets a little muddied because of how many good receivers played in his era. Now, I'm not knocking Scott, but what I will say to that is, I think that's all the more reasons why Terrell goes in, because wasn't he the best out of all of those guys in that era? Like, he was considered to be, like, top, what, one, three, one through three, maybe, of his era? I obviously don't remember everybody that played while Terrell was in the middle of like the height of his career. I don't remember every wide receiver, obviously. But I remember Terrell Owens being on TV a lot and making a lot of damn good catches. Now, I've heard some arguments from smart sports people that say, you know, he's thrown off of five teams, though, dude. And that part of being in the Hall of Fame is that you have to contribute to a winning culture, which... I mean, with the 49ers, I I guess he he did that for a little while. I mean, he did play a Super Bowl on a broken leg. Like I kind of feel like, I think T.O.'s a Hall of Famer. But there are some knocks. And what I will say to people, and obviously Terrell Owens is not listening, but for you in your life, what you're seeing here with Terrell Owens is how you live your life will go into how you are judged. Don't. No matter how good you are at your job,
1: doesn't everybody always call Joe Thomas a Hall of Famer? Everybody always calling Joe Thomas. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I believe Joe Thomas will be a Hall of Famer. I he played for, the, God- he played for the goddamn Browns. For the, Browns. for the Browns. For the Cleveland Browns. Currently plays for the worst pro-, pro football team. Maybe the worst pro sports team in all of sports. And and and, and so so point. so because Terrell Owens and dude, dude, LaDainey Tomlinson never won a championship. Never won a ring. So don't don't. I, I feel like that's completely being unfair to To. The guy is essentially the. Second leading receiver in stats in 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 the NFL. How is this dude not in 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 the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Ridiculous.
0: This is about sit ups in the draw, and it shouldn't be. Okay, I want to make that clear. I'm not saying, well, of course, yeah, he was a jerk,
1: so you don't put him in. I, but I, but if you don't think that that gets weighed into their decision, you're crazy. Well, then this isn't punching your wife. This isn't stabbing somebody. This isn't immoral behavior. Was the guy a dick? Sure. Sure, but this isn't this isn't like a black and white thing, dude. You know, if no, 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 if, no. if you're beating your children, if you're if you're if you're involved in drugs or something like that, then fine, you can say, hey, your decisions off the field ended up. But goddamn, OJ Simpson's still in the Pro Football Hall well, of Fame. That's
0: why, honestly, that's why one of the Terrell Owens naysayers, Jason Whitlock, a guy I respect, has said, you know what, that. Because OJ's still in the hall, that it's a lifetime appointment that they don't yank you out no matter what you did, that you have to be vigilant about who you put in before so you know.
1: <laughs> so, so, because T.O. did sit ups in his driveway, we assume he's going to chop his goddamn wife's head off? I, come on. I don't,
0: right. I, dude, we're on the same side Come here. on. I feel like T.O.'s a Hall of Famer, but I think some of it might also be we have to do this again next year. And so let's have the conversation because let's be honest. The Pro Football Hall of Fame doesn't hate the fact that people are waking up today having the debate about whether or not T.O.'s a Hall of Famer. I think
1: this is his second year of second getting time. snubbed. Yeah. So
0: like, I have his response here. You he So T.O. <laughs> so tweeted out because we, you know, everybody's got Twitter now. He says, Unfortunately, I did not make it again this year thanks to all my fans and supporters. Hashtag flawed process. He says here, he goes on to say, When you align expectations with reality, you will never be disappointed. To my family, fans, and friends, I'm a Hall of Famer. Hashtag flawed process. And he's right. I will tell you, I'm not the biggest T.O. fan. He's a little cocky for my personal kind of taste. But that guy was transformative. You had to know where Terrell Owens was at all times on the field. And again, played in a Super Bowl on a broken leg as a wide receiver and was good like dude, like without him like they lost that game but without him they it would have been it would have been totally upended
1: i know last year when marvin harrison got in a lot of people thought well the log jam of wide receivers will start to break up because there's marvin's going to be, a hall of famer too right right yeah. right and and there's going to be opportunity but at this point you've got teo who's sitting on the outside okay. uh, isaac bruce Tory Holt, and Heinz Ward all trying to get in right now. Next year, Randy Moss will be eligible for oh, the first time. Yeah, Randy's going in. So he's going to be the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's going to go in. And I mean, Isaac
0: Bruce and Tory Holt uh, both need to go in. I don't know about first year or next year or whatever, but they both will get in.
1: You've also got Ray Lewis available next oh, year, Brian Urlacher, Rondé Barber, Champ Bailey, all these dudes. Oh, Champ was a Hall of Famer, yeah. And uh, Reed's coming down the line Oh, soon. that's a first ballot, so, too. So with, with all these different players who are coming up in the next year or two, too. It's just like, well, do you uh, you can say, well, well, we, yeah, we got to give it time. We got to give it time. But, dude, I'm worried that T.O. is legit going to get looked over in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is insane. I mean, people will continue to find excuses to push him back.
0: Insane. That will happen. There you go. UFC watch party this coming weekend up at the, uh, the Hard Rock Rocksino. I have a couple of pairs of passes. We'll pass those out next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. <laughs> Welcome back to the program on Rock 106.9. Stay up to date at WRQK.com. You do have Sansbury here for high-voltage karting out there in, uh, in Medina there, right off the square, located in the old foundry building. Now, if you haven't been out there, you don't, maybe you don't know, high-voltage karting is, uh, well, it's high-performance indoor electric go-karting. It's fantastic. It's electric. It's not like fumes that got you trapped in the building out there. And right now, they have leagues going on Throughout the winter. Now, you can either sign up and do the whole league all year if you want, or you can just kind of drop in, drop out week to week. There, that information can be found at HighVoltageCarding.com. That's HighVoltageCarding with a K.com. The available leagues currently are right now on Tuesday nights. Now, if enough people get signed up, obviously you know, demand will create uh, more opportunity there, and more nights shall be uh, added. Now, the league will. Be multi-tiered as far as like your experience go. They'll go all the way from novice up to club up to semi pro and pro there. We actually have a plaque hanging in the studio from uh July 27th, 2016. The Stans Show Cup was out there at high voltage carding and team fan tone ranging. Uh well, you came in victorious that day, you did. Driving fast, baby. <laughs> Driving fast. More info. Find it right now online at highvoltagecarding.com or by calling 330-333-9000. I hate to keep hitting people over the head with this, I but don't uh mean, let's do it again. But but the Super Bowl commercials were last night. Yeah, This is a big topic of conversation of for people today. So, uh, for some of you who weren't listening all morning to the program, I didn't want you to think we were skipping over this. But it seems to me that what we're hearing this morning is that there were You know, they're calling them Trump supporters. I don't want to necessarily do that. There are people who are upset about what Budweiser had done during their Super Bowl commercial last night. Now, if I'm going to be 100% honest about this, I've talked about this, you're not putting the. Pace back in the tube, and I get it. But I do kind of miss the point where the commercials were just fun, and we would all just have fun and laugh at it instead of, like, we're going to sit you down, and we're going to teach you how to be a better person in 30 seconds while pushing alcoholism on you. Like, there's a little bit of me that's kind of like, let's back it up here a little bit, right? So, but... This whole we're going to boycott Budweiser because of the immigrant coming over here and having to, you know, assimilate to a new land and getting used to this thing and people mistreating him and like this whole thing, if. I mean, that's the history of our country, though,
1: guys. Like it did, is. Did you feel like that was a political statement? Was that intended to be?
0: It kind of felt like one of those things where we're. We, it's enough plausible deniability where we could say, "What? What are you guys talking about? What, what? What are you guys talking about?" But also, yes, that it felt like that. Now it seemed, but I don't know because that seems like a weird stance for Budweiser to have, like for anheuser Bush to have. I um, I wouldn't have thought that, but but it, I mean. Why, you think this is people reading too
1: much into it? A little bit. I mean okay. I, I mean I, I I can't you know, there's some companies who who wear their who wear their politics on their sleeve and Chick-fil-A, are very very, like, open, yeah. right, very open about, you know, whether it's the higher ups or whatever, how they feel. I don't necessarily know what Budweiser's was. I have no idea. Um but you're right in the sense of well, this was definitely a part of America and this is a part of Budweiser's story. It's not like they made this up. It's not like they just did this just to be like, Hey, here's in this the is immigrants. the history of the company. Right, this wasn't just like a generic immigrant. Hey, it's, it's so tough. For, it's so tough for immigrants. This was. Hey, this is the story of 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 our our, our founder of the person who was behind all of this. And it's funny how. We all look back at our ancestors, and we look back at the people that that, that that came over to this country, and you know were the were the were the first one of our fa- our family to be here, that first generation off the boat, and we're all so very proud of them. We're all so like, yeah, dude, my family came in at Ellis Island, or my family, well, you know, the first thing they did when they got here is they, you know, they opened up a, a, a corner store, they did this and they did that, and we're all. My so- My aunt came here with two nickels in her pocket, right? and the American I mean, dream. You've talked about your. Grandma, before I think yeah. all families at somebody's some point, got somebody right. All families at some point have this story that we're all so very proud of, and now just telling that story has become politicized. And listen, controversial. I think you can. I think you can tell that story of you know your grandma coming over, your your great uncle, or whoever it was was the first person over here. Um, we can tell that story and not necessarily make it. Well, this is because I'm proud of this story. Doesn't necessarily mean that I mean. Hey, open borders for everybody. Come on in, all you terrorists. You know what One I mean. One thing
0: doesn't mean. The other. Right,
1: right, and somehow or another, being proud of being an immigrant or something like that now means that you love ISIS and you want Al Qaeda over here and you want you know uh, brown people coming over with bombs and it's like guys, what are we what are we really getting into here?
0: Right, and we've kind of forced these companies into this stuff now. We have. As much as people like to say, I wish companies would stay out of this, you don't. Because when they do, then you go at them and say, wait, what a nice way to turn a blind eye to everything that's happening. And so you can't have it both ways. Like People are pushing, this is the world we live in now. Athletes are going to speak about how they feel about this stuff. Companies are going to speak about how they feel this stuff. And there used to be this thing, and I wish it was this way, but again, we're not going back. So not not a whole lot of reason to spend a lot of time on it. But it used to be like... If there were trying times in the country, you'd go, oh, well, thank God the Super Bowl is here. Nobody's going to really mess with this during the Super Bowl. We're just going to come together as a people for four hours and enjoy it. And now, and I don't know what's right or what's wrong, but what I'll say is now the feeling is, well, You're missing out on a huge opportunity for such a huge moment to not address these things.
1: And I mean, I know. And we, so, like, I would rather it not be that way, but it is going to be that I, way. I know we all look back and say, oh, well, it wasn't like this, but, but wasn't it? I mean, Jim Brown was pretty outspoken, you know, and I, I just feel like athletes have always been outspoken and always been a part of this. And I mean, I, I think we're all just looking back on it of, hey, this is how I want to remember things. I want to remember that it was easier. I want to remember that it was a simpler time. You know what part
0: to. of it is, too? You were younger, and you, you weren't care. engaged. right? right. You, you didn't, didn't know. You, didn't, you didn't, didn't know that was a political statement.
1: And there was a bit of, you saw something that pissed you off, and you're like, you, maybe eh. you said something to your Boom. wife. Turn right. it off. Maybe you said something to your wife, like, ah, oh, that Jim Brown, ah, oh, I hate that guy. But now that There's, it's social media, right. now that it's it's, we can, it's a 24 we can, news cycle. We
0: can jump on you
1: together. Right. We'll get everybody together. We'll jump
0: on you. And somewhere along the line, we as Americans started to overvalue our dollar. And by that, I mean, let's boycott. Like, dude, You're overvaluing your position to Pepsi. You're overvaluing your position to anheuser Bush. You're overvaluing y- your importance to McDonald's. They can lose any 10 of you, any 20 of you, any 1,500 of you. They can. They're going to re- keep refilling the bucket. Some of these brands are big enough for that. And so like, you're overvaluing yourself. And, of course, that's going to happen because nobody wants to think of themselves as non-valuable. Nobody will ever be like, I'm of no value. Very rarely are you going to hear anybody say that, right? And so we're just overvaluing when our dollars are. And, you know, Fantone's pretty left out there. He's pretty far on the left-hand side of things. And he has said plenty of times about Chick-fil-A, dude, I just want chicken sandwiches. I don't care. I don't care. Don't tell me about this. I don't care about this. I just want to eat chicken. Right? And so there is part of me that's kind of like, eh, I wish it, but we're begging for this kind of stuff.
1: And the thing is, is when it's opposite of what we believe. Oh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to be a part of it. But when they're like, but hey, it reaffirms su- it? support the troops, or hey, we're here, we're here raising money for kids. I like that political and, oh, message like, in my campaign. I like it. I'm going to buy
0: more McDonald's. I like it in my advertising over there. You're damn right. That's exactly right. And I, I, I tweeted this out before the, the halftime show yesterday, and I didn't even think about politics. I was like, Guys, let me tell you how this is going to work. If you liked Lady Gaga before the halftime show, you're gonna like her after it. If you hated Lady Gaga before the halftime show, you're gonna hate her after it because it's what you want to have happen, and you will see what it is you want to see. I I probably wasn't gonna drink a lot of Bud Light or Budweiser anyway, and I'm probably and I'm not gonna change my drinking habit because of a TV commercial because I'm not 13 years old. I'm not wishy-washy. i 'm not wishy washy i don 't don 't flap in the wind i don 't my, my I, I, nothing drips out of my nether region Jeez. every twenty minutes Jeez. when the new thing to be mad about gets tweeted about and the hashtags being circled around, and I want to be in on it. And Republicans, I got to tell you, conservatives, I got to tell you, for two months, you've been calling people pussies and snowflakes. And for four hours last night, you guys melted like a bunch of snow in hell last night. You melted down like the face of a Nazi at the end of like the Indiana Jones movie. You guys were freaking out over nothing.
1: They got triggered, dude. They need a safe space. Words (laughs) hurt. All right. Come on. Let's not pile on. They can handle
0: a little ribbing. Let's not let's not let's not force them all away. So, yeah, I guess I don't really care. We do have a couple of uh, pairs, two pairs yeah. rather, for a watch party this Saturday night at the Hard Rock Casino Rock for UFC 208. You'll get hooked up at those next on Rock 106. No, dude. No, 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 no. I mean, I told you, I told you. Nine minutes, dude. I, I, dude, I gotta get out of here. I'm not, dude. No. no, no, no. Find me something else. Not. Swap, dude, seriously, we're swapping this out. Give me like five minutes back out of my life. Give me a, give me something four minutes. I Dude,
1: nine minutes of Freebird? How about instead of four minutes, I give you three steps, Stansberry. Give me that. It's 45 degrees. I got to get some golf
2: in here, phantom. <laughs> 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock
0: 106.9. We pulled an audible there. Uh, it felt like a nine-minute song at the end of the program. I was like, I don't want to wait through that one. I'll give you a little three steps there. Same band there, just swapping out the title. Just wanted a few minutes of the day back there. You know what I mean? Because let's be honest, this is a pretty long work
1: day, this is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: dude, this is, a, this is a long work day. I don't know how I'm going to handle it.
1: Stands very infantile. They're all tuckered out. They got to get home. Dude, long day. Eh, you know what I mean? Tough. Long one. It's a tough life we live.
0: You know, you know, dude, this is heavy lifting in here. These microphones weigh a pound and a half a piece. You know what I mean? They
1: don't just lift themselves. Well, and they've got stands, too. It's not like we hold them. But they get kind of heavy. You know what I mean? Come on. We do have uh, not
0: one, but two pairs of uh, UFC watch party tickets. There this is go. going down at the Hard Rock Roxino. This will be this Saturday for UFC 208. Holly Holm is, uh, is uh, it's like the main card event there. Holly Holm, great fighter. One of the uh, fighters that beat Ronda Rousey there. And that, honestly, dude, I may head up to the Roxino for that, man. I'm a big UFC fan. Saturday night. Get a nice little buffet going. Watch a little of that UFC fight. Maybe hit up the Game of Thrones game there. I like it. That's a good Saturday night
1: plan. Pull on those slots, buddy. I don't see why you wouldn't. I uh, I, I like it. I like it a great deal. Ohio, uh, our Vegas experience, Ohio address right there. Rock Roxino. Yeah, I'm
0: right. Looking ahead at tomorrow's program, we have Big Sean featuring Eminem for New Tour Tuesday. That song's called No Favors. I hear it's very politically motivated. Uh, I haven't taken a listen to it yet, but I've, I've, I've read enough about it online to where I know what's going on.
1: Be, be careful out there, snowflakes. Eminem might trigger you. He <laughs> I, uh, might.
0: He might. I have uh, New Zach Brown for you tomorrow, too. That song's called okay. My Old Man. We'll take a listen to that. Oh, and look at this. What is it? Look at this. What? Get ready, haters. Get ready, haters. New Nickelback. Tomorrow Whoa. morning, oh. 9 a.m., New Turd Tuesday. Krogerback making an appearance. New Nickelback. I like it. Now, here's what I, I know like about, it. here's what I know about Nickelback haters. You love how much you hate it. Oh, yeah. So your ass will be right here at 9 o'clock waiting to hate on it. So New Nickelback, Feed the Machine, will be part of New Turd Tuesday tomorrow as well. Now, locally here, and this happened by chance, and this is why I love the audience of this program. You guys are a very dedicated bunch, and I like that. But Saturday, or Friday night rather, was, uh, yeah, it was Friday night, first Friday. I found myself in Busbin, like I normally do on First Friday. It's a good place to yeah, be. Yeah, it's like one of my staples there. And I happened to be in there, and there was a band on stage that was pretty good. I was like, oh, my God. And that's been happening a lot lately at Busman. I don't know who's been taking over their booking, but they're actually finding really good local artists there. Most of the time you hear a local band, you're like, God, please shut up. Whoever's doing Busman's booking right now is doing a fantastic job. I don't know who that is, but they're doing a really good job. I would assume it's the same guy making the waffles. I would assume, you but I don't so? know. I don't know yeah, for yeah, sure. Think. But whoever's doing the booking there right now is doing an excellent job. And I, uh, so I saw this band. They're out of New Philly. They're called Brothers. And I just said this morning on the air, just once, I was like, hey, man, if somebody knows this band, please get me hooked up with them. I want to be able to do this. So not only did I have like 50 listeners who were like, I know those guys. Here's what you do. Just send them this. Two guys in the band heard it, and we're like, we thought that was you at the bar. We weren't sure. We want to know. He's like, but we're big fans. Thanks for, you know, watching. uh, Thanks for watching our set. By the end of the day, by the end of business today, you'll have an edited track, ready to go, bio of the band. They know what the rules are, so we'll take a listen to the brothers out of New Philly, T-County's finest. Perfect. Perfect. Tomorrow morning for New Tour Tuesday. Before we get out of here, let's pass out these uh, watch party tickets for the UFC 208 this weekend up at the Hard Rock Rock We'll take callers 10 and 11 at uh, one 800-243-7625 and aside from that we're done for the day be back at it live tomorrow morning 6am on Rock 106.9 have a great day